0: Yo, what is good? This is your boy, Smoking J, the Fantasy Fornicator. And I just want to let you guys know sign up with Monkey Knife Fight. They will match your first deposit up to $50 when you use the promo code Dubros. That is D A B R O S. Baseball is back. We still got UFC. Basketball is back as well. And football is right around the corner. Make sure you guys log in to monkeyknifefight.com. Download their app. Use the promo code once again, Bros. They will match your first deposit up to 50 bucks. That's free money. You can never go wrong with free money. Let's get it, baby. Hello there.
1: This is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Brews, and the Bros podcast.
0: Welcome back to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. This is your boy, Smoking J, back in the house with Fantasy Renegade, fantasy sweetness today we got a special special guest second time appearing on the show we got plug a plug a J. the fantasy plug plug podcast my bad how you feeling today brother
2: what's up man i'm feeling great thank y'all for having me again love it
0: Good sir hell yeah doc had to take care of some things today took the day off but we're gonna send this to him asap so he could cut it up and make it sound nice so let's get to it nfc south that's what we're talking about today Renegade, you got the Falcons. Kick it off.
3: Yes, sir. We got the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to talk about uh, Matty Ice and the fantasy implications that he has. Um, I like some Matt Ryan, man. Um, naturally, I get him about eighth, ninth round. I think he's going to have a huge year once again, you know, that the Atlanta Falcons, they love to throw a lot. So, you know, um, I'm baking on him to uh, to do that again. He had, what, almost 45 uh 4,500 yards last year. So uh, he's a beast, 26 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. And he got Julio Jones, really over there. Uh, the addition of Hayden Hurst and Ty Gurley as well. So uh, he got nothing but weapons over there, man. I, I think if you think about it, uh, one of the best weapons he had all around for a while now. So I expect him to eat and um, to put up like the MVP type year he had once before. And um, with the coach over there, i uh, I forgot the coach's name. Help me out, uh, Quinn. Uh Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the offensive coordinator. Oh,
0: you talking uh, about Dirk, Dirk Cutter. Cutter?
3: Oh, Dirk, Dirk. Dirk Cutter. Yeah, he loves to throw a lot. So you know, they're gonna throw over six hundred times. They throw six hundred times last year. I, I see him doing that uh, again this year. That defense. I mean, they. Quinn. He he um he loves, you know, himself as a defensive coach. He stands as a defensive coach, but. Uh, that Atlanta team is not a defensive coach. I mean, a de- defensive team. You know, they lo- they lost Vic, uh, Vic Beasley to the Titans, so they lost some key pieces. I know they try. They're trying to um, you know establish themselves as a defensive team and stop that run. But I mean, they get gashed through the air crazy. So um, I see Matty Ice and in- in- in just in a lot of shootouts. You got Tom Brady in that division now. You got uh, Drew Brees, um, uh, and then you got. Uh, Bridgewater as well so you know I I see him throwing dimes all over the field so I I see them throwing a lot getting a lot of shootouts just in that division for him fantasy football wise uh, aim for him in the ninth round that's that's what I'm saying like when all the other quarterbacks are gone um, usually my top top guys is um, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, um, Prescott, and uh, Kyler Murray so after those guys are gone I look to get me a Matty Ice, you know I, I stock up on um you know other wide wide receiver skill positions, and then I wait I wait 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 and then I'll get me a Matty Ice because I see him throwing a lot and getting a lot of touchdowns, so that he's a steal right there. Don't don't wait too long because somebody's thinking just like I am. Yes sir. And then um
1: sir.
3: we'll we'll go down to the running backs. Ty Gurley man um you know I get a lot of heat sometimes on this shout out sweetness. You know me and him go back and forth on this Uh we both love the guy but uh it's it's. Just the injury um, implications that he has. And if I'm you're trying to we'll, trade him,
1: right, I'm trying to trade him right now.
3: Well, we'll talk after this. <laughs> we'll definitely talk, you know, he's just caught my attention. So um, I, I trust Todd Gurley this year, man. Um, as far as this year goes and fantasy football wise, uh, he had that well one year deal. I think the Atlanta Falcons are going to give him the volume. I think they're going to push him to see what he has to see if they can sign him to a two or three year deal. Uh, if that's even possible, but um they already said that they want to push him 17 to 25 carries a game. So whether or not he can uh, uh, hold that up throughout the season, that's the real question. Everybody knows the talent is there. He's a dog. He's a beast. Even in a down year last year, he had a total of what, 14, I think, touchdowns, uh, 16 total, uh, uh, 14 on the ground and two in the air. So man, in Atlanta, that's exactly what, He needs to do just get the red zone touches and get that that them touchdowns because Julio Jones will get you to the red zone, or Ridley will get you there, or Hurst will get you there, and I think that's gonna open it up for him. You ain't gonna see no eight to ten man in the box. You can't see that no more. They're gonna the talent is too 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 much talent there for him not to eat. So, and on the one year deal this year, I love me a Ty Gurley fantasy wise. I look for him in the third round, middle third, something like that. Depends if I go running back strong. I go uh, running back, wide receiver, I'm definitely looking at a Todd Gurley in that situation. Uh, Brian Hill, uh, he could go undrafted as far as my concern, unless – I don't know here. I'd rather just go and get me another tight back than get Brian Brian Hill. I mean, PPR-wise, he's going to eat. They already said that he uh, he has some type of part on the field, uh, PPR-wise, in the catching game. He's going to be implemented in the offense. So – I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how much he is going to be used because, I'm, like we said earlier, Todd Gurley could start breaking down and maybe he'll start uh, flashing. But to me, he's not really a talent that I look after. I'd rather go in later rounds and get somebody else a sleeper. Brian Hill, he's not on my radar fantasy-wise, guys. But um, if you guys want to in deeper leagues, you you could get him. I'd rather just go get some, some other running back on another team that's starting or a sleeper. But uh, we're going to kick it to the wide receivers. My boy, Julio Jones, as we like to, uh, you know, mess around. You know what I'm saying? Because one of the guys back in our draft, uh, he's a Hispanic guy. This is a story right here. And um, it was my pick right after him. And this guy, he's like, hey, let me see your paper. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. This guy doesn't know shit. Let him use my paper. This guy looks at my paper and reads off, Julio Jones. Oh, I got so pissed. I'm like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, like you're Hispanic, you're pissing me off. You don't even know how to say Julio Jones. You don't know who the hell he is. I'm so <laughs> mad you got him. So now we call him Julio Jones. We might have looked at
1: each other like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we all looked thing? at each
3: other like, "You got to be <laughs> fucking kidding me!" Like, it, it, oh, I was so pissed off. But,
1: I, almost um, felt, I almost felt like he didn't deserve him after that. Yeah,
3: we all felt like that. He didn't know who he was. He said his <laughs> name wrong, and I, and I and I had the next pick, and he was um he was I got sniped. I was pissed, but um. <laughs> anyway, um, Julio, uh, uh, Julio Jones, man, the dude is a beast. I love him. Um, a lot of people got him slowing down. I, I got him still bursting out uh, top three wide receiver. Um, the the volume is definitely there. We just talked about them throwing 600 times a year. And even though the double teams are there, he still beats them. He still makes them uh, uh, crazy catches. Uh, and he's still going to ball out, man. He's going to beat a lot of coverages. I don't have to harp too much on him because everybody knows he's a beast. Future Hall of Famer. Calvin Ridley, now that's another guy I think that's going to eat. Julio Jones opens it up majorly for this guy. Um, when you got the number one corner and uh, the double coverage over top, uh, Calvin Ridley going to see a lot of one-on-ones, a lot of uh, second-tier cor- corners, and uh, that guy is a route running machine, man. I don't know if you guys seen his route running in the season, but he was eating some guys up, Perfect. and um, I'm I'm ready for him to have a huge year. Uh, you, he's going about the fourth, fifth round. I would I would jump and take him in the fourth, depending how I draft. Um, uh, the guy's a beast. I like Ridley. So um, we're going to jump to the tight ends. Hayden Hurst-Helmsley. You guys, I wasn't so high on him. I wasn't so high on him. But, um, you know, you guys put me on, and um, you guys made me a believer, man, because I was an Andrews guy, so I didn't, you know, do too much, you know, investing on Hayden Hurst, so I love me some Andrews. I wasn't trying to hear about nobody else. I'm like, man, fuck that other dude on the Ravens. Like, dude ain't shit. That's why he's out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mark Andrews balled out, but then more, I've been hearing about him more and more, and then I, I, I um, me watching the film, uh, not even the film, the games last year, watching the Ravens, I used to get pissed. Who the fuck is this redhead dude catching these passes? Like, what the fuck? It's supposed to be Andrews. He's looking good out there snagging the passes, but, you know, I guess he has some injury concerns or just andrews just balled out uh, It just showed him up but over there uh, once again in atlanta he's gonna get the opportunity uh we all seen what austin hooper did over there and austin hooper is not the the best of talent i don't think he's the best of talents just in my opinion i think uh hayden hurst is more uh, a more talented guy than him a uh, bigger receiver i think uh, i'm not 100 percent on they uh hayden hurst is a pretty big guy but um what with, with Again, with all those weapons out there with uh, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, even a Todd Gurley, you know, that you got to look at um, Hayden Hurst is going to be the last option that people guys uh, double or look at, you know, he's going to have one-on-ones with them linebackers. And I-, I I see him eating and I see him winning a lot. So I see him going fantasy football wise. I see him going in the eighth, seventh round. A lot of guys are jumping ahead and getting him in that seventh round ahead of guys like Higby. Um I actually rank Higby a little higher, but sometimes I take Hurst, depending how my how my team is. If if that's if that makes any sense, but um, I I I like Hurst. I like Hurst. He he's he's a sleeper and he could be a, a league winner as well.
0: That's the fantasy impact
3: on the Falcons.
0: Let's get into some questions here. I'm gonna throw this at Plug a Plug a first. Will Gurley shut all the doubters up? <clears throat> Will he bounce back this year?
2: Yes. I'm with you, even, brother. Even, there you go. Even, even if he's hurt, <laughs> he's going <get> to <laughs> get involved enough. He's going to get involved in that offense enough to where he is going to – he's going to cause a lot of people to say, what the what, – where did that come from? But all you got to do is think about Gurley from the days of old, which, I mean, the days of old are literally, what, two, three years ago? The, yeah. McVay didn't use him the exactly. way that he should have been used because he's saying that he was taking care of the arthritis in his knees and all that stuff. But all he was doing, I think – was blowing up, you know, smoke screens because of they were gonna let him go. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't. I just, I just figured they were gonna let him go, which I thought that was a dumb way to do it. They should have, they should have really put him out there to try and get a good trade for him or something. But even with that, that arthritis or whatever he had in his in his knees, he still had what 12, 12 touchdowns on the ground, four through the air, and still was considered the top. He was still a top 10 fantasy running back the as much as as much work as he's gonna get with Atlanta, he's gonna he's gonna ball out. But I think he's gonna end up being a lot more of a guy than
1: anything. Sweetness,
0: how you feeling about Todd
1: Gurley? That's my boy, man. Um, you know, the Pride of Georgia, I just feel like they have to the the Falcons have to limit his touches. They have to be able to, you know what I'm saying, keep him fresh when they need him most. And that might not be too fantasy football friendly sometimes. I think they're gonna use him when they need him to, you know, Score that touchdown, Brian Hill is not the best of talents. Like Renegade said, he's not a guy that you're gonna put in there on for a goal line carry or whatever the case. But you're gonna definitely put him in there more often than not when you know that uh, Gurley can't handle that workload nowadays. I don't feel like he can. So like I said, I I don't I don't think he's gonna shut all the doubters up because all the doubters in this case is uh, the fantasy football, you know, the fantasy football community. So what I'm what I'm saying is he's not gonna be that fantasy football friendly to your team. That's why I'm trying to trade him. So,
0: I think if he if he stays healthy, he's going to have a great year. I think <clears> it <throat> really comes down to that. And over in Los Angeles uh, with the Rams, you know, like the defense was keying in on him. And he actually had some of his worst numbers um in his career as far as like explosion, like yards after contact and all this stuff. <clears throat> that doesn't help. But, you know, in a new offense where they air the ball out a lot, it's going to open up rushing lanes. So I think that's going to help Gurley. If he stays healthy, I think that's the biggest question mark. And, yeah, I agree with you, Plug. Like, I don't, I don't know why the Rams, like, I get it. They were frustrated with him, and they ended up cutting him and stuff like that. But to, I think they kept, like, 8 or $9 million against the salary cap for the next two or three years or something like that. Yeah. That's just pretty crazy to me, man. Like, you're willing to cut a talent like a girly and still absorb that money against the cap? That does kind of worry me, though, that, you know, if you're willing to do that, There might be a little something there. But at the same time, he's been sounding like he's good in camp. Again, you know, he's in camp. This isn't real football yet. Let's see how his body holds up once the games start going. I think that's the biggest question mark. If he stays healthy, he's going to shut everybody up. But I think that's the biggest question mark. Renegade, I think I know your answer, man.
3: What's Gurley going to do to the doubters? Man, I think Gurley's going to ball out. Uh, People forget about um, Devontae Freeman and how he balled out in this offense. You know, um, they dumped it down to him a lot. And I think he could benefit a lot from the little dump downs from Matt Ryan. You know, uh, people forget Todd Gurley is a very smart player. And he's going to put himself in a position where he's going to kill the defense and get those little catches from Matt Ryan and take it upfield. And, you know, he's a lot faster than a lot of these linebackers. So, and um, uh, the Rams, they had a fucked up line last year. That's why they went to the 12 personnel. So you know he couldn't really get going. A lot of those guys were in the backfield before he looked up. He got the, the ball handed off to him. He looking up. He's getting smacked. So that's not gonna. Uh, ha- I don't see that happening in Atlanta too often because, like I said, there's a lot of talent out there, and you're gonna have to spread uh, that defense out. So I, I I like I like Todd Gurley and um sweetness is trying to trade him because that's his running back one i'm not telling you guys to go out here and get him as your running back one that's a rb2 flex option yeah here. yeah don't, don't give take a him yeah, I feel you. yeah <laughs> don't take him as your running back one now i think, like,
0: I think uh, Gurley is like as far as workload goes he's a for sure running back two but his
3: upside bro his upside his is upside is rb1 but right now how, how he's being drafted is a rb2 maybe flex so don't Right. Get, pick him up as your RB one. You're gonna be in a lot of trouble. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sounds like great value
1: to me. <laughs> yeah. right.
3: Definitely.
1: If anything, you're fucking ridiculous, bro. It, it,
3: I mean, the you're trying to sell him right now, also, of course. <laughs> but you're selling him. I for mean, OB1. it sounds like great
1: value, though. Like you're saying, he's a running back two flex option, but his ceiling is a running back one, and you're getting him in whatever round you were gonna say. That's that you're talking about nothing but pure value at that point, bro. So
3: why are you selling him? Is my question.
1: That's, you know, that's for the other team I trade them to to deal with. I don't know. I'm trying to move. I'm trying to move. You see how that works? You guys see how that works? Hey, I'm trying you to move. find
3: sweetness on IG. I'm trying to, I'm trying right, to move
1: man. him, and that's my story, bro. Let's get to the next question, man. Pugger, uh, is this
0: team
2: playoff bound, the Atlanta Falcons? Yes. Yes. Especially with the way they got the playoffs going now. I mean, if they don't make it in the playoffs, Something's got to change, man. They've got, they've got Julio Jones. That's so fucking weird saying that. Julio Jones, <laughs> <Todd> Gurley, <laughs> David Hurst, Todd Gurley, Patty Ice. I mean, they've got an offense that'll take it to any good defense for sure. I mean, their defense has finally started getting healthy, so remember, not removed two years, they had probably one of the top defenses in the league, and they definitely did some work on it, and everybody seems to be healthy, so See what happens, but yeah, I, I believe they'll make it in the playoffs for
0: sure. How you feeling about the Falcons' uh,
1: sweetness? Are they playoff bound? Yeah, I think they'll get in. Too good. That offense is firepower up and down, bro. I mean, they're built to win now, Maddie. Ice th- that. Uh, that core. It's been. It's been together for a minute. Um, they're gonna make some moves, bro. They're gonna be better than they were last year, and they were pretty fucking good last year. Yeah, playoff bound for sure,
0: Falcons. Man, this division is, is tough, man. I I'm, I can
1: only pick two teams
0: from this division to make it, personally. Um and for me, the Falcons, they're gonna miss out. I got them missing the playoffs, man. This division's tough. I, I like Tampa, I like the Saints a lot, and I even like the Panthers to like, you know, upset you know these teams here and there because I feel like their offense is that good too. I got the Falcons missing out, man. My bad. You guys could hit me up at Fantasy Fornicator. All the <laughs> Rides up fans. Hey, bro. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Go ahead, renegade.
3: Um, man, that's what I was just gonna say too, man. That's a good segue because I mean, uh, I mean, that division is tough, and um, I got mess eight and eight maybe. 9-7, and seven, but there's uh, that extra playoff spot, so I'm not sure, but That's if anything, okay. I'm, putting the, I'm putting the Bears in that playoff spot, so <laughs> they're missing out, I, fuck it. But that division's too tough, man. I like their version better. I like that. Yeah, that that division's too tough, I, I like and that I don't see that defense really you know, doing what they're supposed to do, or what they really have to do for them to be playoff bound, because there's uh, going to be a lot of shootouts with them, and That's what it is. It's their defense. The offense is there, man. So I I got them right on the cusp. Bears are
1: going to win the division, so we don't got to worry about that last spot, man. I like that. I like that. We're, We're good. We're good.
2: I just read this. Letter, I don't mean Leonard Foreskin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. My bad, bro. Oh shit. Oh man. You need to do the up. intro on that, that one. Oh, one. Homie, My <laughs> bad, bro. That's, no, that's just, you, you know pop. Bogart has
0: the craziest <laughs> nicknames for these players, man. So we'll we'll get we'll get we'll get to that eventually. But let's talk about the Panthers. Uh, I got the Carolina Panthers for this one, and let's go let's go to the top with the quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater plug you you know him very well over there in New Orleans he filled in very nicely for Drew Brees you know when Drew Brees was injured he did a very nice job he found Michael Thomas early and often he just you know hit him with all the targets bro all day every day so that that's to me that's a big sign that you know this quarterback loves to target his number one Mm -hmm. which is going to lead me eventually to the receivers but I feel like he's going to be very very safe quarterback You will be probably seeing him in your free agent wire. Um, If you're not too sure about your quarterback one, make sure you grab yourself a Teddy Bridgewater to back yourself up because when you have a defense as bad as the Panthers that have lost all the weapons that they have, especially in this division, they're going to have to throw that rock a lot. And that's exactly what Bridgewater is going to be doing. Last year, he played, I believe, I want to say it was nine games that I saw. I don't know if there were nine full games, but I I know he played in a good number of them. In those games, he ranked second in accuracy rating, fourth in true percentage completion rate. He was second in play action completion rate, and he was fourth in deep ball completion rate. He's worked with Joe Brady before in New Orleans. He's over there as well. Matt Rule is coming from the college realm, somebody that knows how to use his weapons in space. Teddy Bridgewater is a sleeper quarterback. I actually have him inside my top 12. I see big things for him, especially in this offense with the weapons. And let's go with one of the weapons right here. CMC, Christian McCaffrey. The boy got paid, well-deserved. Dude's a baller. All all the doubters, you know, that ever had any doubts about him, he shut them the hell up. He can't be a workhorse. He can't be used in every phase of the game. He shut that shit all the way down. Christian McCaffrey is the number one pick without a doubt this year in fantasy, and he's going to return value without a doubt. Let's go to the receivers, DJ Moore. DJ Moore is my guy. I got him inside my top 10. Again, Teddy Bridgewater peppers the shit out of his number one target, which was Michael Thomas um, in New Orleans. It's going to happen over here in Carolina. A lot of people want to get on Teddy Bridgewater because he can't throw the deep ball. Actually, in training camp, uh, Matt Rule came out and throwing dimes. Yeah, he's throwing dimes. He came out and said, man, he's throwing that rock, pitching that rock all over the field looking very nice. So dj moore is going to be a big benefactor this guy gets open you know short routes medium routes long routes the whole route tree the whole nine this guy gets open he's going to be used all over the field curtis samuel the same thing dude is more than a gadget player but they do use him in that form and matt rule will use this guy out of the backfield have him in motion some end rounds he's going to be a very tricky player i like him as um He's more of a plug-and-play for, you know, to start the year. I wouldn't start him right away. But depending on matchups, though, this team will have to air it out. So if you need a wide receiver three flex, I don't have a problem with Curtis Samuel. Neither with this guy, Robbie Anderson, who is going to be taking the top off of the defense, man. He's going to be making life easier for DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Running, you know, those routes, those slants in there, those comeback routes.
3: He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper. He's another Definitely. sleeper
0: as well. He's one of those guys. He could be a, you know, a game breaker for you guys. Kind of like, well, you know, this is This is what Robbie Anderson does. You know, like he he gets loose. You find him and you know beating the, the the secondary, the safeties, taking the top off the defense. He's gonna do this again. Yep. Ian Thomas, the tight end. I mean, he's the targets are there. The Opportunity is there. I'm not really recommending him, but at the same time, you know, I mean, the, the opportunity is there and the game script is there. If you guys want to grab him and pair him up with somebody else, I'm never going to say no to that. I'm somebody that fades tight ends, those those um, big name tight ends, and I usually pair up two at the end if I can't get myself a Hayden Hurst. So, yeah, Ian Thomas, that's the tight end there. Okay, this question right here. So the rumors were that Teddy Bridgewater had a chance to come to the Chicago Bears, but he refused to come to the Bears because he didn't want to be in a quarterback competition. Plug, are you buying that?
2: No, no I'm not. Now, forgive me, I was just finishing something up here. So they they were going to bring Teddy Bridgewater, but he didn't want to be part of a competition. That's what that, I heard, right? That was, that was the reports. I don't think there's much of a competition there. You, I know y'all, I know y'all Bears fans, forgive me. No, you're, <laughs> don't you're not hurting right. So right. So right. I, I don't think there's much of a competition there. There's not. I, but the fact that there was any mention of there being a competition, I think he just decided to go to the, go to the, uh, the Panthers. Cause I mean, there's nobody really in his way. I mean, who was it? Um, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Allen. He, he didn't have to he didn't have to mess with any of that stuff. I just don't think that he I just think he just decided not to go to the Bears because he wanted to stay in the South.
0: Maybe he wanted to go to an offense that actually will be a productive offense too.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot more with the Panthers. Uh, I was just thinking that too. With CMC, I mean that's easy dump off. DJ Moore, he's probably one of the best after the catch. Curtis Samuels, one of the better slot guys, and Robbie Anderson is a deep ball monster. I'll take
3: I'll take the Bears off. Over, over the Panthers offense. No, no way. Yeah, I'll take Adam. Adam Robinson. I'll take Adam Robinson oh, over. Oh, I mean, M- C-
1: C- C- So, so Robinson. I mean, I give, I, the, I give the, the, Robinson the edge. Besides this, CMC,
3: be, besides CMC, he's that whole team. CMC is that whole team. Other than, other than that, I'm not taking nobody DMT over. CMT can
1: come be my whole team, bro. He's going to be
3: your team. He's going to be your
0: team. And what was the yeah. Panthers'
3: record last year?
0: But they didn't have a defense like we had. And we had our
3: defense. And f- That's exactly my I point. They still don't have last year. But, Give me yeah, feedback. We the playoffs. We're, yeah, we're better, were we were eight 8-8. and eight? We didn't make the playoffs. If we had this offense with our defense, bro. But as but as if you're looking at it as Teddy Bridgewater, there's much more uh, uphill battle for the Panthers than the Bears. The Bears are one piece away, and it's the quarterback position. If, if if you're if you're looking at it that way, everybody looks at the Bears and say if they had a quarterback, they could go for the as long far day. as they can. You know they what I'm do, saying? Though
2: Trubisky, Trubisky in what two what seventeen or 18? 18. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you oh. on that,
3: too. But my thing is, too, I would rather have a Cam Newton there or a Teddy Bridgewater as well. You know,
0: somebody. Oh, his- I like where you're going with this. Yeah, I get
2: that.
0: I, I, like, I like where he's going with this, though, because, like you said, Cam Newton, if you really wanted a competition or whatever, like you would have done everything you could to bring a Bridgewater or a Cam Newton, some yeah. real competition. These guys went and grabbed Nick Foles, and I know he's system friendly, and that's nice and all. And, you know, I'm, I'm just diving in with this question. You know, again, the rumors were that Teddy Bridgewater had a chance to come to the Bears, but he refused to because he didn't want to be in a quarterback competition. I'm not buying that. There was never a competition. The Bears wanted Mitch to start since the beginning.
3: Yep. This past I, weekend, I've been saying it. Yep.
0: This past weekend on Thursday, Matt Nagy came out, and uh, the reporters asked him, hey, what's going on with the quarterback position? When are you going to name a starter? He said on Monday – after this weekend, I'm gonna to get together with the coaches. We're gonna look at film, and we're gonna name a starter. Saturday came around; they named a starter. This was already predetermined, man. If you really had a, you know what I'm saying? If it was really that close, why not name Mitch the starter a long time ago? You know what I mean? And my like, thing, why,
3: my thing is too. I think, I think they weren't really trying to get a guy to, uh, uh, um, to up show a uh, uh, Mitch. I don't think they were trying to get no. a guy that more talented than the Mitch. Because if you get a Cam Newton in there, he's going to blow that man out the fucking water. I, 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 te- even a Teddy Bridgewater, I think he's and more, Locker. Accurate, more accurate, Locker more pinpoint. A
0: Cam Newton or a Teddy Bridgewater are a lot more than Oh, this.
3: it's automatic. You've seen what he's doing. Bill Belichick is even praising the man. And, and Bill Belichick don't praise anybody. You know oh, what I'm shit. saying? you got to really get his respect for him to praise you like that. So you know yeah. Cam Newton is on his shit. And he he said it already in his little – IG videos he's been at all year. You know, it's 32 t te- or 31 teams that passed on me. 32 because New England passed on him because he, you know, they didn't look at him till the, uh, the almost the end of um, training camp or whatever, you know. They signed him kind of late because uh, of the COVID and all that situation. But still, you know, uh, Cam Newton, he got the Bears on his list. Uh, and if I – do we play them this year? He might fuck us up. So, you know, Cam Newton, uh, he got a lot of proof. I like Cam Newton a lot. And the Bears – was- they might regret not taking Cam Newton, man. Like I don't I, really, we don't I really want to get, wanna, a, we don't get the But patience. this is not a bear show. Fuck it, fuck it. We're going too much into it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, uh sweetness on the question.
1: Yeah, I'm not buying that shit. Just like you guys said, there, there was no competition. Uh these motherfuckers are stuck in their ways with Trubisky and they're gonna ride that motherfucker out because that's the horrible decision they decided to make. Uh so yeah, it's bullshit. bullshit that god
0: awful Mitch Trubisky. God awful! Can't even hand the fucking ball off. Can't even hand the ball off properly.
3: Hey, but bro. I got to Lose this footing, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, awful! I got a question. I
3: got now a question. though.
1: got the too, whole fantasy community in panic mode. So, so,
3: so I got a question, guys. But like Teddy Bridgewater didn't want to come here, type shit. Don't you guys see it like that too? Like, well, that's yeah. what I'm
0: saying, bro. Like, I kind of, I kind of look at it more like this, like. If I if I uh, if I'm Teddy Bridgewater, I want to be on a team that's going to give me the best opportunity to showcase my skills. I think he's looking at it like, look at this team, this organization. They're so dysfunctional. They got this Miss Trubisky guy, and they're trying to say I'm going to be in a competition with him. Like, are you serious? Yes. I think he fucking called. He smelled the bullshit from afar, and he said I'm not going to. I'm not going over there. I'm going over here, reuniting with uh, Joe Brady, with this team that has better weapons. Game script is going to be favorable. I'm not going to play around and go to Chicago with all this dysfunction because a lot of Bears fans might not want to hear this. There's a lot of dysfunction in Chicago. Between Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, Mitch Trubisky, a lot of dysfunction, bro.
1: Keeping it 100. Just keeping it 100.
0: All right. I think we're – are we good? Yes, sir. Keep it moving.
1: Gucci, Gucci. Just
0: keep it moving.
1: Uh, at, you know,
0: <laughs> at Fantasy Fornicator Bears fans, you guys already know where to find me, man. Sweetness, kick it off with Tampa Bay.
1: Tampa Bay, man. Settle in. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Brady resides in Tampa now, man, in case y'all didn't know. Take uh, your damn jersey off. (laughs) Tom Brady, baby, the GOAT. (laughs) The reason why he's the GOAT, I feel like he's got another uh, two to four good years under his belt. And um, I know people are saying I'm stretching that. Two to four. I really, oh yeah. got really you think, under his belt, but keep it going. You probably think, uh, you probably <laughs> he said, think two to
2: seven years, <laughs> you probably think, <laughs> I'm
1: that. I mean, he's, uh, he hasn't proven that he's not. You know what I'm saying? The only reason he looks like he's falling off or whatever the case is because he doesn't have weapons like that, bro. In, uh, in, in, uh, New England last year, they didn't have to throw the ball much. That wasn't even like the game script going on over there. So, um, yeah, I just, I feel like Tom Brady's going to do, uh, I don't know career numbers, maybe, bro. He's gonna go crazy with these weapons that he has in Tampa Bay now. And if if anybody, you know, is against that, and I'm against them because I, I know Tom Brady is gonna be <laughs> a, honestly, Tom Brady's gonna be a dog this year. And just oh, just let so everybody know, Tom Brady's got the most weapons this year that he's ever had in his career, bro. So it's gonna happen. Um, as far as having him as my number one quarterback, I'm cool with that as well, as long as uh, you know, I'm not wasting the draft capital on him like you're doing with Kyler Murray, Dangerous Wilson, you know, guys like that. But, I mean, he's going to run it up, dude. He's, that's just that's just what's going to happen. He's got Mike Evans over there. Uh, Mike Evans, to me, bro, he might take some drop-off because he, he doesn't have the luxury of having a guy like Winston throwing him the ball anymore. No more 50-50 balls. Um, no more, oh, you got to box this guy out for this pass. Tom Brady doesn't, you know, take chances like that. He really doesn't. Chris Godwin is going to be the biggest beneficiary in this offense because uh, – simply because he's just a route-running machine. He gets separation off top. Uh, I think 800 of his 1,300 yards receiving last year came from the slot position. Tom Brady's hitting the slot crazy, bro. Crazy. Um, So, yeah, I mean, when you think about Tom Brady and his weapons, you think about the fact that he's not chucking the ball to the sideline – Throwing fifty-fifty balls, he's working the field. He's shredding you apart. People hate that shit. Defenses get annoyed by that type of shit. So, you know, Chris Godwin is gonna be Tom Brady's go-to guy, his uh, his safety valve. Chris Godwin is gonna have similar numbers to what he did last year. I think he racked up like thirteen hundred plus receiving yards, nine touchdowns, um, over a hundred uh receptions. I mean, dude, it's crazy. Mike Evans is gonna be the guy that might fall off a little bit. Um, just buy buy all in with Chris Godwin when it comes to the wide receivers in Tampa Bay. To me, Chris Godwin is a clear cut. Mike Evans might even be dipping as far as like drafts go. But yeah, so Scotty Miller, he's one of those wide receivers where he, I mean you you fuck with him on Dynasty, but I'm I'm not fucking with him right now. That's a fact. I know a lot of people they're like, you know, he's that he's that white Wide receiver that Tom Brady loves as a fucking little slot dude or whatever the fucking case. Mm-hmm. That sneaky play from week to week. I was uh, gonna
0: say. Um, reports are he's gonna be playing a lot out of the, out of the slot, bro. So yeah. Yeah, that's
1: why I threw him on here.
0: Chris Godwin might be playing a lot on the a lot more on the outside than he yeah. did last year. I think, Godwin I,
1: might take that hit then.
3: Godwin might take
0: that. I hit. don't.
1: I don't. I don't think that you can. Uh, I don't think that you can say that because Godwin. I mean. The reports are that, right? But I just don't feel like you can take a person out of the place where they're succeeding so damn much. Like, if I if I know that Godwin catches 800 over half of his receiving yards from the slot last season with Jameis Winston, what makes you think they're not going to do that with a guy that prefers to throw to the slot in Tom Brady? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. That's all well, I'm saying. Yeah, talking. I'm not the guy that's easy there.
3: I mean –
0: I, Makes, think, I think to way to, it
1: doesn't make sense the at all. The only
0: way to me. spin it is that they don't need that great of a talented as a wide receiver in the slot because Tom Brady can find a Scotty Miller and use that talent out in the outside. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. You got Mike Evans and Godwin out on the outside doing their thing because they're both route monsters. They're both talents. Then you got Scotty Miller who Tom Brady <clears> will make up for whatever he lacks and will put the ball where it belongs. So he's somebody to watch out, like Renegade said – I'm kind of interested with uh, Chris Godwin, you know, like is that gonna hurt his
3: value, you know, that much? And you guys gotta be real here too. Um it's it's this quarterback change here. Jameis Winston, he had a lot of bullshit ass fantasy points too going in there last year. He ain't gonna Take be doing the oh ball. My God, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh I, I like I like Winston on a, on a like on a bye week shit. You know, he throws a lot of fucking he's gonna, he's gonna throw about five hundred yards. Oh, I thought you meant when he's on a bye five. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <When, laughs> That's it, yeah, that when he's on a bye week. I'm not picking him. But anyway, I, I see this offense more efficient. I see them going down. They're going to uh, – the run game is going to be there. They're going to be there. They're going to go down. I see the defense even being more efficient as well because Tom Brady's going to put them in positions to win and succeed so they could get those turnovers and keep on moving. They're not going to be on the field. That offense is not going to be on the field as many times as they were – they were last year, you know, throwing all them. what they, uh, this guy threw uh, 5,000 yards last year, 30 oh. for 30.
1: Yeah, like, ridiculous.
3: come on, this is ridiculous. Tom Brady is not going to do that shit that's at all. He's
1: not doing that. You what know, you, uh, Tom Brady?
3: but that's why I say, uh, people got, uh, Mike Evans and Godwin skyrocketing. I either probably got them staying the same or maybe taking a slight decline. Slight decline because they they might get a little bit of uptick on them touchdowns because the efficiency there is going to be a lot better. The, so. thing,
1: the the thing that does it for me is that Tom Brady. Still- I think Gronk might eat into this a lot too. You guys. Tom Brady. Tom Brady threw Touchdown, for 24, yep. Tom Brady threw for twenty four touchdowns and eight interceptions last season, bro. That's fucking yeah. great. Look at the yeah. team that, look at the team that he had. I mean. It wasn't nothing special, bro. And, I mean, I hear what you're saying about the game script and this, that, and the third. But let's not forget about the division that they're playing in, bro. They're going to have to toss the ball. Bro, just honestly – their numbers are not going to take that big of hits. I still see Godwin. Nah, I,
3: I they're going to take. A, they're not going to be playing. I don't think they're going to be playing from behind it, it like does, that. It though.
1: doesn't necessarily have to be from. They're going so to be playing smarter ball, to speak. Might be shootouts though. They still. will be in shootouts
0: all day, bro, all day. Yeah, bro. but
3: it, then you got the effect of Leonard Fournette over there too. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a nice little addition for them too.
0: You
1: know. Yeah. Leonard so that that, that that leads, that, Go that ahead. leads me uh, that leads me to the running backs. Um and the the conversation is I I just don't see how Leonard Fournette is gonna go and just fit right like off and smack the the offense and be that clear cut, um you know get all the carries guy. A lot of people still have Rojo still being the guy in Tampa because he's been there all all uh, training camp. He knows the playbook. Leonard Foreskin, you know, he's got to go in there. Hopefully he doesn't get cut again like Foreskin usually does. But, no, all I'm saying is honestly. <laughs> I got that
3: one. I yeah. got it. I yeah. got yeah.
1: it. <laughs> shout out to Smoking Jay. <laughs> I got shout it. Shout out to Smoking Jay and Bogey for the, for the reference. But Rojo, you know, a lot of people still see him being a clear cut back. Um, there's going to be a lot of situations in these shootouts where you're going to have Shady on the field. Uh, The rookie, Kayshawn Vaughn, you might see him on the field. It's one of those backfields I want to stay away from because you're going to be like, man, why the fuck is he in the game right now? I want my guy in the game. The only time Leonard Forskin becomes valuable is when you're getting really close to the goal line. If Mike Evans or Godwin make a catch and they fall short at the two, then you're going to see Forskin come in the game all crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's what's gonna happen. It's gonna make people really pissed off. I just this this backfield the ah. foreskin went over there, it pissed everybody off. Oh, and for, skin own, <laughs> owners got pissed off, bro. <laughs> I
3: I gotta disagree with you on that one. I think um I think they bring Fournette over there for a reason, man. Um you had um you got Rojo over there. Who who was he battling last year? Uh, Payton uh, Barber, the god awful uh, Payton Barber. 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 Hey, Barber. let's let's reminisce about last year. Payton Barber and Rojo were first. Barber, um, he started for like the first four games, then oh, Rojo, man. and then Barber, and then Rojo. So you're telling me Fournette can't go over there and beat that? They already Bruce Arians, he already said that the guy can't pick up the blitz. I mean, of course he's gonna um uh, uh, um say that he looks good in um in training camp. You know what I mean? You don't say a guy looks good in training camp, and then pick up Fournette right after that, and pick up a McCoy after that as well. So something's going on there, and um, something is there's, there's no trust there. Fournette's that's, gonna eat. That, I to think my, Fournette's that, gonna
1: eat. That's to my credit though. Like that, I don't trust this backfield. Leonard Foreskin is like definitely. No, I I
3: I, I say you say Rojo and McCoy and Fournette, and uh, Fournette is more skilled and more talented than all of them. Tom Brady uh, last year, Fournette he had what uh, seventy catches out the backfield. Tom Brady loves to throw it to his running backs. If he's in there at that time, and Fournette, I mean, I think he could benefit off that as well. Talent-wise, Fournette is better than all these guys. It's just – to me, it's a matter of he learns that playbook and he goes and gets the opportunity and goes off running. I think week four or five, he's going to take over that that backfield,
1: and he's going to ball out, man. When Forskin had his best season, he had the best defense when the Jaguars went crazy. I drafted him that year, too. Shout out myself. That shit was crazy. <laughs> and you had the worst. And Yo, he had the, you know, worst the Jaguars, quarterback, the the Jaguars were literally my highest scoring player in a couple of weeks. But look, that's that's besides the point. All I'm saying. Yeah, but you got to think about the quarterback that's he had at that time as well. Fournette in the, in the, in the had a Blake right? okay, Bortles. All
0: right, all right, all right. Whoa, okay. real quick, Tampa Bay, let, Tampa, let, Tampa Bay. Wait, wait, let plug a go on this. What was? Let him because I think this is like we've been waiting for this moment. This backfield. It's a great topic to talk about, man. Plug it. How you feeling For about sure.
2: this backfield? Fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, that Fournette's your guy. Yeah, you got
3: Fournette. You do no, got Fournette.
2: I like Fournette. I mean, he's from LSU, man, and Fournette's a beast. I love that shit where he's running. He's like, come on, let's go. I know you I'm
3: picked – you there. got him in one of our leagues as your uh, RB2. Mm-hmm.
2: Before all this happened? Yeah. I remember <laughs> that. But – I've been preaching since the draft that Sean Vaughn's going to be the guy, so I feel like a fucking idiot now. But, I mean, we can't get them all right, right? (laughs) But I think he'll end up taking over eventually after Fournette's gone. I don't think Fournette's going to be there after this season. I just don't. I think they paid him for the season because Tom Brady wanted him because he knew Belichick was looking at him. That's why they got Fournette. That's it. Arians won't put up with that shit. Drop the mic on that one.
0: Huh? I said drop the mic on that one. Take
2: that, Belichick.
0: Woo!
2: For real, it, that's that's, that's he the did. first
0: time I heard that, and that
2: sh- that makes he a lot because, of. you said Ooh, because man. Belichick wasn't what Belichick was looking at him. Belichick, the Patriots, oh, yeah, they were one of the teams, legitimate sure. wants, and because he could have played that Blunt man with a Blunt B L O U N T. Uh, so the <laughs> Garrett, yeah, oh, the Garrett. They, they, grandma on the on the football field. He reminds me so much of that dude. Larry Johnson, remember him? Hell yeah, Larry Johnson. The way he played was exactly what Belichick wanted in a running back, somebody who would just, just smash, and Fournette was going to be that dude, and then Brady said, nope, coach,
0: get him. And, and look what's happening with the Patriots. Damian Harris just got put on the IR today. hmm That's today. Yeah. So they, that was – actually, I love what you just said right there. I haven't heard that until right now. Let me give my take real quick with the running backs. I think um, they're not in love on Ronald Jones as much as they say they are. Uh, you got to look at the the signs and everything. First <clears> of <throat> they drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. Right. That's number one. Number two, then they signed Shady. When they signed Shady, I felt like that was more of a knock on Keyshawn, though, because, you know, Shady can't handle every down roll. So right. I felt like they brought him in for that third down roll. So I was more worried about him. When they when they signed, you know, Leonard Foreskin, you know what I'm saying? I was already off him. I was a that was a big fade for me, um, in Jacksonville. I just didn't see him duplicating everything because of Chris Thompson being there now and getting those receptions. Now over here in, in Tampa Bay, I don't again, Shady's gonna be the third down back. Leonard Fournette is gonna have to beat out Ronald Jones, which eventually I think he will do. But as far as explosiveness goes, and these, you know, rushing lanes that are going to open up, I see Ronald Jones thriving, bro. Like, I really don't think they needed a Leonard Fournette. And now, that, like you mentioned it right now, that makes a lot of sense. I think Foreskin is going to be a situational back. Those short yardage situa- situations, those mm-hmm. one or two yard, you know, punch it into the end zone. Can he, can, he can get about 10 touchdowns
3: in this offense. <clears throat> I think he can.
1: I, I got but a question,
3: he- though. But if they like this guy's been fighting for this backfield for the last two years, why all of a sudden that he's a stud and uh, Rojo, so to speak, like uh, like why is? He's if they felt so comfortable, they if they felt so comfortable, they bring in McCoy and Fournette and Fournette and they drafted Keyshawn Vaughn. That's three running backs.
0: When you and up, you guys, I just said
3: that. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. But you just said you felt. I, I heard what you said. You say he you felt good. You think he's going to run away with the job. I never so, said they, that. I said,
0: I said, um, I just feel like he's a little bit more explosive. And with these rushing lanes that are going to open up, he's more of that explosive guy. And Leonard Fournette is coming in to get those tough
3: yardage situations. So, yeah, but you say he's going to thrive off of that. I just, I don't see that. I don't. Well, I, I see him being able to thrive
0: more with these rushing lanes because he's more explosive. And I just feel like Leonard Fournette, he provides a different he's – he's more of those, you know, ground and pound type of backs. He's not a premier pass catcher. You know what I mean? Like, he catches passes, but he does nothing with them. He catches them and falls to the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, pretty much. Keyshawn Vaughn is not that third down back. It's more shady. That, that's what it is, you know. I, I could see, you know, Leonard Foreskin, like Foreskin sometimes tend to do. He's growing on you. But not on me. I'm gonna take a pass on him.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't know what's going on with you over there, but
2: go to the dock.
3: Hey, go see the doc. I, you gotta check that out. <laughs> let me let me do one
2: one quick thing, man. I'm sorry and I'll let you keep going. Um the one reason why I was really big on Keyshawn Vaughn is because he is a hell of a p uh, a rush blocker, a run blocker. Yeah. Like he and he can catch out of the backfield. And if he can do what he did at Vanderbilt He's going to be something special, maybe not this season, but eventually. So in Dynasty, look at him,
1: for real. Maybe even this season, and that's why. I'm hoping so, because I
2: like the guy. I mean, I'll, I like I liked him before that's
1: just, this. That's that's why, I like him before the four yeah, yeah,
2: that's
1: That's why you stay away from this backfield in general now yeah. at this point. There's too many question marks. Look yeah. at how much we're talking about all these guys and what role they're going to have to play. It's kind of – I don't want to have to play the guessing game with my running backs, bro. I just right. don't. That's not where I want to be. But I'm going to jump into the tight ends, and I'm going to go with uh, – we got Gronk, Howard, and Brait as their tight ends. Uh, Gronk is Tom Brady's uh, – one of his best friends, bro. He's going to be the tight end there. He's he's the tight end to own in Tampa, hands down. Number one tight end for sure. He's going to finish top ten. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. Howard and Brait, they'll be used uh, here and there. But Gronk is the guy that's going to be getting
2: those – receptions, touchdowns. He's going to be getting all those touches, man. Yeah, I mean, it's true. He, I mean, if he would have gone to any other team, people would still be talking about him being a top tight end. Yeah. He's going I mean, he, so to be top
1: said, Yeah, a lot of people are disregarding him. He takes a year off, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he fell off. It doesn't work like that. He's still no. got it. He's still yeah. juiced up and ready to go. Plus, he's got the best yeah. chemistry yeah. with the guy that just became their quarterback. I mean, well, just simple and plain. He has the best chemistry because he's been there. He just said not too long ago, Tom Brady still has the same snap on that ball when he throws it that he that he had when I first got drafted into the league, and I believe that shit, bro. So, mm-hmm. I believe that shit. I mean
3: uh, Gronk is only over there because of Tom Brady. I, I know you yep. guys heard the reports of Tom sure. Brady. Uh, Gronk said, "Hey, he was a it sounded like he was crying on the phone. Come on, please get out of retirement and come to Tampa." you know almost like he was crying that's Gronk's words you know not mine but uh that's what's
1: up bitch
3: yeah you know he needs his he needs a safety blanket over there man he He's in a new him. place he, he when he's in a new place and those rushers are coming on your ass, you look at hey, Gronk's going to know exactly exactly where to be where uh, uh for Tom Brady you know they got that chemistry hey uh, look up uh, Gronk's going to be exactly there you know uh you got uh, Evans you got Guywin. uh when it comes down to it and everything boils down, you're looking for Gronk. Yep, yeah. you're looking for Gronk. They throw it up see, and let Gronk I've do
1: seen his a, I've seen him in camp a few times. this And, and uh, in camp, yeah.
3: Y'all seen them camp hey, films, look, Gronk look, over look, the top look, for like
1: 30 yards, look, 35 look, five yards. Nobody and Gronk is beating basketball.
3: those guys too, catching took, that
1: shit. He took a year off, but he's still six seven, two hundred and fifty, whatever the fuck, bro. He's still a fucking. I think guy. they
3: said that they, he took the knee brace off and he is not as bulky. He could run. He's running free. He's like Forrest Gump when they took the fucking things off of him. He just makes you nervous about injury, man,
2: that's the only thing that makes me nervous about. Gronk. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But he's a, he's Gronk, bro. He's he's a he's a he's a fucking idiot. But man, he can play some. Oh yeah, he's a fucking. He's so damn. And this is the
3: thing too. This is fantasy
2: wise. I'm big.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy wise, if you take a Gronk, if you take a Gronk, fantasy wise, cover your ass on the on the uh, later end and take another uh, tight end as well. Don't just take a Gronk and that's it. Take somebody in the back end. uh, Noah Fan, a Gassey, guys like that. If if those guys aren't gone,
2: the old oil boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Fornicator, what you got on that, man? Who's your uh, take on tight end? Who do you like? Yeah, Gronk, you know, he's
0: got the chemistry with uh, Brady already. To me, it's just like
1: O.J. Howard is
0: intriguing to me because I think Gronk is going to be – he's going to be limited. I don't think he's going to be, uh, you know, having all the snaps to himself. He's going to be there, you know, red zone situations. But Howard, in between the the, the um the numbers, you know, before you get to the ends and when you're marching on the field, I think he's going to play a big part, man. The guy's been talented. The thing with OJ Howard, bro, he he run blocks really good, bro. So like they're gonna be using him a lot. I know Gronk does too, but you know, they want to keep him fresh. So OJ Howard's probably gonna be real close to that snap share, you know, alike to Gronk. But I, you know, Gronk is the guy here. Howard is more of that dynasty stash. Great, you know, he's you know, he had great chemistry at Winston. Winston's not there no more. So to me, Gronk is the guy. Howard you stash in Dynasty. Great, you know, forget about them. Let's go to the questions, man. Let's go with uh, let's go with Pluga again, man. Is this team Super Bowl bound?
2: If they're not, Brady is no longer the goat. Woo! One hundred percent. If he does not make it to a Super Bowl, I'm sorry, man. You take that goat moniker right off his ass. Yeah, especially with this team. For real, this dude, Jesus Christ, he doesn't have enough toes to put the fucking rings on it that that he should win with this team. It's I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it so much,
0: man. <laughs> Renegade, man. Is this team
3: Super Bowl bound? Man, they should be. Hell yeah. Um, I got them Super Bowl bound not only because the offense. That defense is sneaky good, bro. Defense is like, strong. Uh, uh, people forget about that defense. Shaq Barrett. They got um, a buddy over there with three fingers. Uh, he's still over there.
2: <laughs> Pierre
3: Paul. Yeah, Pierre Paul. I used to love him, man, when he was on the Giants. That was one of my see, favorite see, defenses. See, I got Sue? I think Sue is gone. Gone? back. He's back. Oh, that's a, that's another big name, you know. They're, uh, They're they they had a lot of forced teams. fumbles and a lot of interceptions last year, man. And that's with um, Winston there as well. I like I said, I see Tom. Man alone already. Putting, <laughs> I see Tom Brady putting them in uh, positions to win, man. Positions for the their defense position, yeah. to take gambles, <laughs> for them to take gambles. And other situations with Winston there, they couldn't take gambles. They were playing from behind. They had to play perfect ball, so to speak. So with with Tom Brady, they can make you know, uh, they could take a little bit more gambles, you know what I'm saying? So that that defense is very underrated, and they're gonna they're gonna come for some heads this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is this yeah playoff Super Bowl yeah bound
3: Super Bowl bound? Yeah.
0: Nah, I, I don't think they are. I got I got other teams that you know in the NFC that I like a little bit better. It's hard, you know, like when you don't have that chemistry, you never played a regular season game yet, and I know it's Tom Brady. This stuff takes time, bro. Like, there's other teams that have that chemistry, that cohesiveness, the coaching is in place, all of that. You're not meshing all these players all together in a in a different type of offseason, this COVID year, you know. Like, it's different, man. Preparations different. It's not the same. That's a great point right there. So, yeah. I feel like it's going to affect them, bro. And um, they're going to have their ups and downs. They're going to have some games where they look nice. They're going to have some games where they don't. Mm-hmm. And I think in this division as well, bro, like – it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough. They're, I don't even think they're, they're a lock to even win this division. I, I hear a lot of people saying this is, you know, Tampa Bay's division. I, I, nah, man. We're, we'll get to the team that I think is gonna win this one real soon. But you know, Tampa Bay, you know, temper your expectations. You gotta give it some time. You guys are signing people like Leonard Fournette, and now saying that you guys are gonna change your whole, not change your whole playbook, but he's gonna play a big part. No, bro, they, you guys have been prepping with a playbook. For
3: Tom Brady to air it out, they're not just going to hand the ball off to Fournette. It's not gonna hey, happen. I got a question. What if anybody knows, what was Tampa Bay's record last year? Eight and eight, I think eight it was. And eight. They were, they were like five hundred. Yeah. So, yeah, So I definitely, I, I, I going to say, definitely Super Bowl. But I see, man, with Tom Brady and a couple of the additions they had, uh,
2: I, I see. Well, he's there. He them. needs to. He better win. Fucking. Yeah, yeah he, he definitely, playoffs so. sure.
3: De- definitely playoffs for sure. Definitely playoffs for sure. I don't think he's got to do too much to win from eight and eight. You're not going to see a first place schedule either, so they right. better be. They better have a nice little push to the Super Bowl, if not Super Bowl run. That's that's my take. Go ahead, you guys, go ahead. Let's go plug a run with it. <laughs> oh no, no, no! We still got another question, right? Let yeah, me just real game. quick. How long?
0: Yeah, pr- plug. You can take this one. How long does Brady have left in his career? I didn't, I didn't even hit the Super Bowl bound.
3: Oh, you me. didn't? Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, we, are, oh, no, we Brady, your your already we know your answer already. That's why doing, we right. didn't ask. Nah, you, man. but I
1: got I got some uh I got some man. That's it, I, the reasoning behind it. that i <laughs> They were they were seven and nine last year. The, the reasoning that I'm seven getting, and nine. Yeah, okay. yeah, the reasoning that I'm getting is crazy. So they have to mesh. Here we go. Look, man, it's Bruce Arians. <laughs> Bruce Arians and Tom Brady together, bro. I mean, look, time. look. If if you don't know who Bruce <laughs> Arians is, put some, put some respect on his name, bro. Bruce Arians and Tom Brady, bro. Just think about, just think about that. Now, Tom Brady was practicing with his receivers when the league was kind of saying, yeah, you should probably not do shit like that. What was Tom Brady doing? He was taking he like he always. He was it. taking like, his receivers. Nah, he was I mean, taking his receivers, and he was practicing with them. Nobody. I mean, was i playing catch
2: with my wife. If it doesn't make her a top, you know.
1: Oh no, but he's doing that with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and shit. Oh like that. yeah, and they're way better they than my wife. Put some respect on the plug of white running skills. <laughs> they don't <have> any good <laughs> yard, no. You go from Julian Edelman and Mohamed Sanu to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean, man, fast. stop playing, dude. They're Super Bowl bound for sure. For sure. for sure, and if, even, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, you can't discredit all the time. I'm gonna put this look, one on the board, you, man. I'm gonna I put some dough on this one. I don't, yeah, think but you way. you can't, uh, you can't discredit him because he's taken mediocre, he's made mediocre players who they are. He's made championships sometimes out of mediocre players, bro. A lot and of papers, a you know, lot of players made so, him
3: too, like the kicker.
1: That's that's cool, but look, check this out though, simple and plain. Tom Brady has made players and got championships sometimes when people didn't think he would. So now that he has an – Seattle gift wrapped in one. Now that – yeah, thanks, bro. Shout-out to your 12.
2: <laughs> Shout-out to your 12. Give I those. like that.
1: Hey, you would you would have taken it too. Look,
0: they
1: could wrap bro, that one, though. they're super – Super Bowl bound, man, for sure. If he doesn't win with this team, he's still the GOAT. Undoubtedly. <laughs> Undoubtedly, bro.
2: If Jordan would have won with Washington <laughs> – I mean, but no I, one I mean said, that's dude's no, not he's unstoppable. He's but Jordan didn't go to a team with like a Shaq and exactly. Like, name exactly. exactly. Bad yeah. player you can yeah. take it. Now, I'm not taking away from what Brady has done. Brady, you're absolutely right. He took shit and turned it into Shinola. I'm just saying, if he can't do no, it no, with, with Shinola already, he's, it's time to stop. Tell Giselle to take care of him.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, that motherfucker's got and you're gonna ask this question right you're gonna lead into how long his career is yeah go ahead kick it off Giselle bit him at the right time of his life that fucking vampire sunk her goddamn teeth into him <laughs> now he's not aging and now he's just getting better and better it seems and it's irritating as fuck and then when he comes down to my division and then just starts getting all the all these gifts just wrapped for him I mean plugger is pissed plugger is pissed
0: right now goddamn it
2: <laughs>
1: what was your initial reaction when
2: you heard the signing, brother?
3: <laughs>
1: I, mean, his I
2: had to I had to put now, a right? pillow over my face and scream, bro. Like I was, my wife, she's like, "It's you know, it's it's you know, it's cool, man." She doesn't know much about football. God bless her. I'm like, it's Tom fucking Brady, babe. To <laughs> now, and we got to play nah, them twice. Cool. <laughs> we got to play them twice, and I'm just like. And then Gronk comes, and then Fournette signs, and I'm just like, you know, Fournette, the whole thing. I mean, they, I don't even think they realize exactly what they're going to do with their backfield yet. But still, it's Bruce Arians, just like you said, man. Bruce Arians is a, he's the quarterback whisper, and now he's got, he's got V Q B. I I just, I don't. <laughs> I can't, I can't anymore, I can't.
1: Look, <laughs> like, I had to walk
0: off the set real quick. Man, he went to get some tissues, man. Uh, real. <laughs> Renegade, That's cool. how, many, uh, how many years do you have left,
3: man? Um, <laughs> man, I say two to three. Um, I was gonna ask you guys too as well. Like, how do you guys see this team? Like dynasty leagues, how, how how do you guys draft the players? Because when Tom Brady's gone, who who do you go to after that? You know what I'm saying? So when you take a guy when in dynasty league so high, it's like what the fuck. But if Tom Brady just does one more, you know, one more show and gets the fuck out of here. Let me get my seventh ring. Let's get the fuck out of here. So, Dynasty League, you got to be a little bit, you know.
1: Cautious,
0: bro.
3: Yeah, a little cautious there. But uh, I say to- two years. Two years for me, I don't I don't know about that third. But two years for sure. I could see him getting real close this year and him not getting there. You know how Tom Brady is. is like, fuck it, let's do it one more time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if he – and if he hits that seventh one and goes out, he's like, fuck it, let's, let's let's retire. You know, I'm a little tired right here, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, I, I got two years.
0: That's where I see it, too. He's not going to make it this year. Next year, he's going to make that push. And if they win, he's just going to retire. And that's going to be it. As far as Dynasty goes, uh, none of these running backs are relevant except for Keyshawn Vaughn as a stash. OJ Howard is a stash. The receivers, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like, I'm not worried about them at at all. All their numbers that they've done were before uh, Tom Brady, so why would I be worried about Tom Brady Brady leaving? So, Mm -hmm. if anything, Scotty Miller might be the guy, like, in Dynasty, you grab him, and Brady might even actually up his value. He's probably more of that guy that will probably be like, once he hits, you trade him, because you trade him at his highest trade value, you know what I'm saying, so... That's where I'm at. With uh, Sweetness, I think you're the last one left on this one.
1: Yeah, I think he's got a good three years left. I mean, if he gets injured, it's over. Uh, Like, almost any type of injury, it's a wrap. You know, he's at that age where you got to be protected, bro. You really do. That's where Cameron Braid and Jordan Howard come into play when they got to protect him as a quarterback. If he gets injured, bro... This might be the last one. This might be the farewell tour. You don't think he'll try to come back if, like, if he gets injured? You think he'll No, no, no. Fuck no, no, no. Not a – at least not a major one. Like, if he tears his labrum, shoulder, you know what I'm saying, some knee, something like that, bro. Nah, man. It's it's too much, too late. He's already had a knee. So, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, yeah. I I give him three years if he can stay (laughs) healthy. All right,
0: man. Here we go. We're going to the Saints. With our special guest, Plug. Go ahead, bro. Let's talk
2: about shout your Shout out name. the Plug, baby. Plug, Plug. Yes, sir. <laughs> what up, who that? Who that, what nigga? Who that? That? who that?
1: We
0: got to get that? you back because you always, you always shout out. You always say Bear down. So who that, baby? Who that,
2: nation? Who that, Feel <laughs> <Who that, baby? laughs> Feels good, don't it? Yeah. Who that? <laughs> always got to throw y'all out some Bear Downs, man. Okay. Y'all, y'all, I'll tell you what, the the the
1: Bears song, it's alright. It's some good shit. Bear down, come Bears, I don't bear? know the rest of it though. I think it's so. I think it's so. Like I'm a Bears fan all the way. I think it's. I think it's so corny. <laughs> just, just, just like when the Cubs fans sing. Oh, I was it just
3: gonna say. That, I was just gonna say it's like a baseball, like a Cubs thing. Yeah. I was just gonna say that.
1: Yeah, I think it's so. And I fucking I hate Cubs fans. I'm not gonna say the Cubs. I hate Cubs fans. So fuck all that. Right. It's corny. <laughs> hey, no, we, are, a, we are a Chicago show, though. Shout out Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> shout out White, it's a white hey, His
3: sweetness, hey, his sweetness, and IG at, at sweetness
1: at fantasy all the, White Sox conversation. Uh, you know. <laughs>
2: um. Yeah, man. I mean, y'all looking for the fantasy impact? Of Breeze, Camara, Murray, all them. Yes, sir. You want to know? All right. Well, um, starting off with Drew Breeze I mean, last season he played 11 games. But he still had 282 fantasy points, which kept you pretty close to the lights. What's going on? Oh, I'm sorry. My dog just came in here. He's <laughs> all oh, good. Uh, Special guest. Him, kept him. Uh, he, he had more points than Tannehill. Um, pretty close to Carson Wentz, even Murray. Uh, Brady was at 319. And then Matt Ryan was at uh, 333. And they played the entire season. So, just, I mean, just, just think of what Breeze has got in front of him now, especially with Emmanuel Sanders. Which I'll talk. I'll get to him in a minute. But with him on the field as a solid wide receiver too, man, Breeze is going to ball out. He really is. I love a rushing quarterback. Breeze doesn't really get a whole lot done with his feet, except when he's playing the Falcons. Shout out that ten minute, <laughs> <laughs> that ten minute run, that little <laughs> fake. I, I remember that. Yeah.
3: Didn't he spin off of a guy? Didn't he spin
2: off of a guy? Fun off. And then dove. It was Madden, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was at that game. My wife and I were at that game. And it was, oh, oh, wow. I remember that play. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm looking at Breeze. I-, I think he's a value now in drafts, honestly. He's going late, late, late. So I'm big on waiting on a QB. So, I mean, why not get my guy? I enjoy getting players that I like watching on Sundays. I know sometimes that's crazy, and some people are like, well, that's not really fan." Well, no. Get like players that you like to watch.
3: Get them. Shout out, OBJ.
2: And if you could win with them even better,
0: huh? And and if you could win with
2: them even better, hundred percent. And you can't really lose with a Saints player right now, so it's a good it's a good time to be a Saints fan for real. <clears throat> but Drew Brees, I, I think he's worth absolutely worth the value where you can pick him up. His his ADP now, um, what is it? Um, he's going to like eighth, ninth round. I've seen even sometimes later, just because everybody's jumping on QBs. But everybody's been doing these. Uh, Two QB leagues and super flex and all that stuff, which is cool. I'm just – I guess you can call me a, 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 like a like an old-timer. I like just good old PPR, man. <laughs> I, hey, I'm with you on that I'm, one. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know what I mean? So – but Drew Brees is definitely somebody worth drafting. Um, he's going to – he's, of course, going to outplay last season. Um, he's been 4,000-plus yards, 30-plus touchdowns, real low on his interception count. I mean, he, he's Drew Brees. <clears throat> what y'all think? Anybody?
3: I'm with you, I like Drew Brees, man. He's nice. <laughs> I, I, like- I, I wouldn't take him that early, but...
2: No? Go ahead, ninth round?
3: No,
0: I, I like nah, the- not.
3: Go ahead, Ron, again. you good. good. Um, 8 ninth round, not that far. Uh, uh, I, I'd rather take Matt Ryan over him, just to be honest. I know that yeah. y'all division, right? Because they throw about 600 times a year, and I, I know they got Michael Thomas, but I, I see more weapons uh, uh, throughout the whole offense, wise. You know what I'm saying? They you got Ridley, you got Julio, you got Hurst, then you got Todd Gurley, and then the Saints you got Michael Thomas and you got Kamara. Sanders, Kirk, Kirk, is,
2: Emmanuel Sanders, you Sanders, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but Sanders, Sanders is is wait and see type guy. Sanders what, is a beast. What's wait
2: and see. Hang on a minute now. What's up with Trade hey now? <laughs> up 157 yards <laughs> and a touchdown on us last season. That's on your defense, though. <laughs>
3: no, but I, I like Emmanuel Sanders. He's actually he's actually one of he's, he's actually one of my sleepers, honestly. I, I like Emmanuel Sanders, but I just like the weapons that my, Matt Ryan is throwing to a little bit better than uh, can Drew Brees. I could definitely see it. And, and the cherry on top is. Uh, shout out my boy, Fornicator. He said it before. They take this guy out for a Taysom Hill. Uh, uh, I don't like that. I just don't like that I was at getting, all. I was
1: going to yeah. save that for the Fornicator. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I
3: don't, I don't like that at all.
0: I always say, like, when it comes to Breeze, I do like the fact that he's at a great value, though. I'm not going to lie. In, in years past, it was... People do sleep.
3: Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah,
0: in years past, people were pulling him up on the draft boards. But now it's like... If you could get him in an eighth or ninth round, like like plug Sadler's, like that's great value, bro. Because this offense is potent; they will be in some shootouts just because of his division. Like they're gonna yes, happen. Sir. So yeah. the only thing is, you know, like yeah, his rushing upside is not there. I'm not really too worried about that because I'm still willing a draft quarterbacks like Brady and Matt Ryan, so I'm not worried about that. To me, I just really get pissed off when I've had Drew Brees in the past and I see a goddamn some Hill in there, in his spot. <laughs> like, that just freaking pisses me off, Running the bro, fucking
1: bro. Wildcat and shit. No, no,
3: throwing a 50-yard touchdown. he would be like, oh, Drew
0: Brees, oh, hell yeah.
1: That no, just bothers uh, the shit out no. of you. you know
0: what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, that's that's <laughs> the only knock I got on him, bro. Like, the only thing, bro. Like, I just yeah. don't like that. That's it. I got you. Yeah. No, I, like, I, I like I Drew
1: Brees as a quarterback where he's going late. I mean, I think, you know, he doesn't have too much time left in the league. I would think that Sean hey, Payne... I would think that – him right. And Brady are competing. No, they are. They be
3: going at it for the records, for the record, little,
1: the of record book.
3: Not Super Bowls, but record books.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want to talk about Super Bowls. My money's on Breeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's yeah. up. You got him right where
3: he wants him, so right, right Fornicator? Right where he wants share, Right bro. where he wants him. we
1: bro. <laughs> now, Breeze is a solid play, bro. And like I said, I think, you know, he doesn't have too much um, – too many years left in the league. Sean Payton needs to just start leaving them on the field when, uh, when they start getting close and shit. Leave them on the
2: field, bro. Just looking for ways, but, but to what you said, Renegade, I agree. Um, I hate saying it, and I know my hood ass out there are going to be like, you traitor, but no, this is fantasy football. I would go for Matt Ryan before Drew Brees because of his weapons and because of the fact – the main thing is not just the weapons because that's real close to me, but Ryan's going to be on the field all the time. The whole time, yeah. Yep. The whole time. And then you got Taysom Hill's ass coming in, fucking takes. I just, I'm, I'm. When I heard that they were shopping him, I was like, thank God, thank God. But, <laughs> he, he's not a starting QB, man. He's
0: hey, you know what? I, I didn't put Jameis Winston on here, but um, I want to ask you about him. Oh, I love that
2: motherfucker. Boy. What's,
0: what's um, what do you think? Um, I, I know it's a one. – Is it a one-year deal? Yeah. What What do you think the plans are with him? Oh, we're gonna keep him. I would love that. He's gonna,
2: he's gonna learn, and I hope we do. I really do, man. I mean, I understand the thirty for thirty and shit. I mean, he wings it, but that's what Bruce Arians wanted to do. He said, no, I'm gonna keep giving him those shots, and he's gonna keep taking them. And it's basically that's Bruce Arians saying, I'm gonna give him his, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him build his, uh, his shovel to dig his own grave. That's basically what he was doing. And that's
0: exactly what he did. <laughs> yeah,
2: and now he's learning from Breeze and Peyton, man. I mean, if any two people can no. teach him to be a a uh, a total QB, like an all-around QB, it's them. And, man, if he gets that kind of tutelage, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all in on keeping him. If
0: can. And this offseason, he got LASIK surgery. So now he won't have that My double God. vision. He won't have that blurred vision. You know what I'm saying? When he throws that deep ball, he's going to be throwing
2: it to the right
0: Motherfucking
2: person that's in his peripheral. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yep. Shout out, to, man. I got that done. Twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty <2020. laughs> yeah. twenty. It works. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm all in on Drew Brees. But yeah, to to y'all's to y'all's point, he does have Taysom Hill coming in and taking some snaps. Um, Kamara, love Kamara, man. Always love Kamara. I, you know, I got a little nervous when they were talking about the the contract stuff because I knew that was kind of happening. Um, but I think, honestly, the epidural shot, it, if y'all look back on one of the posts I did on IG, I'm trying to remember it, um, shout out to fantasy doc and doc PLC, because they can probably explain this a little bit better than me, but the sacroiliac uh, joints joined in at the base of the spine, I believe what you do is you get an epidural and it and it, it helps one with pain, but two with inflation and the way that they were having him train, his trainer, if y'all see the way he trains where he's catching everything on those on – those, uh, Tennis clubs, balls, it's yeah. It's insane. Um, he was just feeling some tightness. So that's what that's what his doctor and trainer told him to go ahead and do just to kind of alleviate some of that irritation. So with that being said, I also think they used that as a excuse not to show up to camp and kind of cause a little bit of fear in the Saints' heart, if you ask me. But then at the same time, that's not really the right way to do it because, I mean, if you're hurt, then fuck you would have to pay. You might be hurt. So there's a lot of different things and a lot of different ways that you can look at it, man. But I think Kamara is going to be just fine this season. Drafting him where you are in the top four, man. I've got no idea.
0: I I needed to hear that, bro, because before we got this show going, that was like the first thing I asked you. I was like, bro, what's going on with Kamara and his epidural shot? Because that does not sound right, bro. Like, is he good to go? And you saying that, bro, like this makes you feel a lot better here. He's good.
2: That. I've got a I've got a buddy of mine that works in the Saints organization that I talked to, and he's he's talking about how Kamara's in there training, going to practice, and he's he's killing it. So I'm not worried about him at all.
1: <clears throat> he's got a great inside source for that. That's perfect. That's fucking dope. Got lucky, man. <laughs> <laughs> God, I I'm good. I got lucky. All that is. Yeah.
3: I'm with the plug on this one, man. I I love me Alvin Kamara, man, the the guy is a beast. And um, let's be honest, these are athletes, top-notch athletes, man. If their back is hurting, they're going to inject them with some shit to make them feel better, man. I mean, people are blowing it up. um, Rest in peace, my mama. She used to get the shots as as well for her back, you know? And she used to tell me, you know, it's for the the pain. Like, it makes me feel better. She gets the shot, it's a big-ass fucking needle. But um, a <laughs> big fucking needle because I've been with her when she got these shots. So, uh, but but she says she feels a lot better with it, you know, the inflammation and the pain and that. You know, these guys, they run, they get tackled, they get twisted, they get turned. You know, Camaro's that type of guy. And like uh, the, like a plug said, he was just in practice. Couple uh, about a week before that, they did uh, the Black Lives Matter and you know uh, I forgot the thing with the helmet where they put the name on it. <laughs> Yeah, Jacob Blake, uh, they put the name on there. Uh, he was just there, so people want to blow it up. Like, oh, his back's messed up. No. Uh, Mixon was just held tight with migraines. He couldn't see. He was blind. He couldn't see anything until the money came pouring in. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, where is he? Where, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> I, I I guarantee you give Kamara somebody, His back's going to be 100%. So, I mean, these are little smoke screens. You know, these guys want to get paid. Uh, a lot of certain players, they see tactics. Ta- that other running backs they use, so they try to use the same thing. But I think it kind of backfired on Kamara because they're like, "Fuck, it, let's trade this guy." But I think it, I think, yeah. it, I think it backfired on the Saints as well because a lot of people came calling and they're, "Hey, oh, yeah. I'll give you this, I'll give you this," and they're like, "Nah, hell no, I'm not even gonna yeah, trade this." Yeah,
2: like,
3: I, you're gonna trade him. Then when are you gonna get, like, I, I heard a trade for Le'Veon Bell, but you're not gonna trade him for Le'Veon Bell and they're oh, gonna get him for two no. years and then that's it. Fuck no, I'm not doing that shit. It's like a, it's like dynasty league. They, they are, you know what I'm saying? He's going to get signed. There's no running back out here. I, I see Kamara top five. Sorry. Cook is out in my top five, but I, uh, I have Camara um, as my number two back, just so you guys know. Oh, that's, that's even better to my point. I love Camara. not, is not going nowhere.
0: That's why I needed okay. to know that because I'm finishing my final rankings heading into the year. And I needed that insight to make me feel at ease about having him. where yeah. I, I think,
3: him. I, I think the smart thing for the Saints to do, I'm sorry, plug, I'm just oh, going to finish up here. Um, the smart thing for the, for the Saints to do is lock up Camaro, keep him with Michael Thomas and bring in that next quarterback. So y'all could keep on fucking rolling because y'all not going to miss a beat right there. Y'all not missing nobody, but that quarterback, that is a a, a big up, spot man. to fill,
1: but, but,
2: Lock him
3: in. Lock him in. Lock James, him in. Jameis. They just signed Hill, though, right? That's not the quarterback. I don't think yeah, that's they, the
2: quarterback. They signed, him, they signed him, but they got Jameis, and they're going to get him for pennies on the dollar, man.
1: Yeah, for they, sure.
2: And he's willing to take it. He's said it. It's and a prove it deal. Sean Payton?
0: I love that, oh, man. Hey, that, was, that's such, that was such a smart move, bro. Bring him in. Let him learn from Drew Brees. Let him learn the system. He's an air. going
2: next year, bro. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, Not, let me I'm, tell you something. Like you were saying, he's your number two. Yeah. Like, if you look at the 13 games that Kamara played and the 13 games that Barkley played last season, Kamara beat him out. I know it's four points. Woo! But
0: and but he a was injured the whole,
3: for most of were, the year, Let me was, let me let me say they're both injured. They're both injured. So they down out there. Yeah, I'm a a Barkley lover.
0: Camara Camara was – his injury hurt his mobility. He went from being a top-five elusive running back
2: to falling
0: after the top 40 running back. Hold, you know, hold on now. Hold on now.
2: Barkley is a beast. Hold Don't on. get me wrong. I'm just saying there is an argument to be had for him to be the number two. That's all.
3: No, yeah. You're, I'm, 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 a, I'm with sure. you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely – let, let me not get off subject. I, I'm a Barkley lover. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Look, Barkley's
2: awesome, man. He, he's a beast. But there is an argument to be yeah. made. I mean, they, last season they missed the same amount of games. However, Camara was hurt the entire season. Yeah, that's what I'm hamstring saying. hamstring issue. He kept going. He didn't say a word about it. Well, the doctors kept talking about how he had an issue with his hamstring and he kept saying he could play through it and play through it. And Peyton's the kind of guy to say, okay, if you're saying that you can play through it and they're saying that it's not something that's going to hinder you the entire – like, going to take you out, then you need to go. And then it started getting bad enough to where they took him out for those three games. He
0: was the number one running back and evaded tackles from week one to week five. Then he had an ankle
3: sprain and he fell to running back 40 – Barkley Bar- Bar- had an ankle sprain as well. That's why I, it's just not – I, I so get Bartley your point. I the number one guy. I don't like – no, no, I, I get – I definitely get you guys' point. I just don't like comparing injuries because you guys don't know how much, like, the pain, the no, threshold. No,
2: you're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going off of the numbers. Kamara had – Yeah, yeah, injuries. no, that's no. I I i I totally
1: get you guys. I, I totally get, I totally get that's it. Like, that's yeah. like comparing the two guys that got injured in Cleveland last year and Landry finished, you know, number one receiver and OBJ finished, like, you know – Bottom of the oh, back God. half of the second. Oh God! Somebody always has to bring this up. Yeah. I mean, it's it's honest. It's just being honest. You know, you can't
3: compare injuries. And you still <laughs> drafting OBJ over Landry? <laughs> Stop I'm, talking to me. But
1: I'm still getting Landry. like.
3: But I'm still just getting. Like, Landry. Just like you're still drafting Ty
2: Gurley and you're telling but everybody still, to fade him.
1: But I'm still. <laughs> like, but I'm still getting Landry in the back end and <laughs> trading who OBJ. Speaking of
2: running backs, uh, Latavius Murray is my top. There you go. <laughs> my top handcuff man. He's he's right there yeah. with Madison. He's uh, your top. He's your, okay. That's what's up. Yeah. He's he's one of my top handcuffs. Um. He's right up there with Alexander Madison. Um. You. Can, I mean, last season, whenever Kamara was out, week seven, and week eight, 119 yards and two touchdowns, and then 102 yards and one touchdown. I mean, he was he was RB one yep. both weeks, and Man, he can fans, catch the ball out of the backfield. He's a bruiser, and he's. I mean, he's, he's played a as a top. He's played as an RB, not RB one in fantasy, but RB one on a team twice with. Minnesota, Minnesota, and then with or with the Raiders, and then with Minnesota. Yep. And then for some reason, the guy just hasn't gotten his due as a as a leading running back. But hey, just I'm bad luck. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm with yeah. you on
3: that plug. Yeah. Uh, one of those games I think were against the Bears and he was running all over us man God bless <laughs> yeah, and then you know what I actually bet money on this game because it was two backups we had Latavius Murray and then we had Teddy Bridgewater so one of my guys where I work talking shit we always bet we do $100 on games I, I went up one game on him he was like man you matter of fact Man, I got the Saints on the Bears. You know, fuck the Bears. This is that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, run it. You know, we got those two backups. We should handle business with our defense. Coaching this and scheme, baby. Coaching. You guys bust our ass. Like, uh, like it was. I, you guys treated us. Coaching and scheme, bro.
2: That's Shout cool. out to Teddy B, man. Teddy B took some tough games, man. He played uh, tough teams while Breeze was out, and, and Bridgewater held it down. So those backups are something nice. You, turn mm-hmm.
1: me up, uh, you just turn me up on Latavius Murray right now, man, because, you know, he is obviously one of the most important handcuffs. And like Smoke and Jay said, when you're playing on an offense that can produce like they can, Latavius Murray is definitely one of the more important handcuffs this year.
2: 100%. Yeah. He's ownable, even if you don't have Kamara. You pick him up in the later round to keep him on your bench, you can put him in as a flex in some games and he'll, he'll ball out for you. Because, I mean, sometimes he'll take one to the house. Out of no, like just he'll catch one out of the backfield real quick. I mean, if he if he blocks and and dips out, gets a little dump pass, he's gone.
1: That's a, I yeah. I start to think about starting people when I look at the matchup and they're gonna be in a fucking shootout.
2: Game uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. And it's just like Mark Ingram, the way that they played Mark Ingram, they're starting to use Murray the same way because they can see that he's got that hit you right in the mouth kind of run uh, run style. So. I'm saying I mean, there, there's no shame in drafting that man even if you don't have Tamara. There's really not. But he's definitely on my top of my list as far as I agree, handcuffs.
0: Definitely agree with that, bro.
2: Um, moving on to uh, the wide receivers. Everybody knows about Mike Thomas. We don't need to spend too much time on him, man. I mean, set in records, 185 oh. targets, catching 149 of them, which everybody says, I, you know, whenever people are like, well, there's so much regression, miss me. Miss me with it. I, look, regress all you want. Don't matter. You can take all the slants away, still the number one receiver. Everybody well, he's a out of slant. Who the fuck cares? It's fantasy football. Yeah,
1: exactly. Point exactly. Point. Stop it. A shit. Right. I'm gonna keep running. If you can't stop it, I'm gonna keep running this
2: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's it's you win that way. Who gives a shit? Okay, great. I mean it, Man, it just boggles my mind that somebody – That's my number that one play in
0: Madden, and sweetness and Renegade still can't stop me, so I'm still going to keep hitting those Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: Why are you li- – you keep lying to the people about this Madden theory. Yo. <laughs> oh, I give and you 70, some games, man.
2: 725 70, <laughs> yards and nine touchdowns. His touchdowns could regress? Maybe. Um and The only reason I'm saying that is because Emmanuel Sanders is there – but Emmanuel Sanders isn't really targeted much in the red zone. So I'm not – who's to say that Thomas is going to regress at all? They've been saying that since he was a rookie, and he's gone up over and over and over every season. So, look, you can, you can say all you – if that's what you need to – if you hear somebody say, no, he's going to regress, aim for that motherfucker in your dress. Because that means – you know, besides like an Aaron Jones, okay, Aaron Jones – Balled out. They're saying he's going to regress. He's still the number one back in a Green Bay offense with Matt Lafleur. I hate. God awful Matt Lafleur. I hate him. But he uses he runs the ball out of spite for Aaron Rodgers. It's like he's just like, oh yeah, I'm going to show you, fucker. <laughs> Seriously, he's just a dick. I just. But I think Aaron Jones is still going to beast. I think I think AJ Dillon's going to get a lot of run, and people keep forgetting about Jamal. But Jamal Williams, but that's a whole other team. So my bad. I'm just saying regression, fine, but still they're going to ball out. That's the only thing they've got to say about these players is regression. Not mm-hmm. that they suck or anything like that. Not like the fucking counselor. Sorry if that's, y'all can bleep that out if you need to. With uh, uh, run with that. Run with uh, that. We yeah. don't, don't even we follow it. him,
0: bro. Like he's, the, the shit that he puts up, bro, Like we would never give that type
1: of <laughs> – bro. It's starting to look like it's just for clout at this
2: point. Yeah, place. 100%. <laughs> and the Boy, way that, what pisses me off is that like, some of these pros like, give them attention. It's like, dude, he's getting exactly what. Anyway, you know what? Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Emmanuel Sanders. Um, he has never had under ninety targets in a season since two thousand twelve.
0: The man gets open,
2: one hundred percent. That's the thing. Like, you know, people say that that's probably going to regress as well. But I mean, it may, but it may not. You've got Drew Brees flinging that ball, and he's a gunslinger. He's one of the one of the last few gunslingers in the league, and he's going to air it out. And Emmanuel Sanders can get open. He plays he plays balls out. He he has no problem putting his body on the line and that's one thing I love about him. However, it's another thing that I can't stand is because he does get injured. So, hopefully if he stays if he stays healthy, I, you know, I see him probably in the 80 to 90 target range for sure. Oh yeah. Um, you know, probably I say he maybe misses 10 of them. Still catches everything but 10 of them just because Breeze is that accurate. But I mean, he put like I said earlier, he put up 157 and a touchdown on us last season. I understand it's against our defense, but <laughs> still, that's that's pretty that's pretty strong for a guy who's that age. He's a in the two. so he's a Who good one.
1: Who was holding him? Team. Was it Latt- Lattimore? Wasn't holding him that game, was he? I hope not. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I like Lattimore
2: actually. He's one of my favorite cornerbacks, bro. I like Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, he can play, man. He finally figured out how to guard. Uh, he has up and Kevin.
1: down. He's Mike Evans, him. oh man, he fucking shuts Mike Evans down. Bro, he
0: shuts him the fuck down, bro. Hey, you know what's gonna yeah. happen
1: this year, right? It's gonna be Lattimore on Godwin this time, not not the other way around. Well, then Mike Evans is gonna eat. Yeah, I was just gonna say you better
3: bro. not, you better not do that.
1: Just yeah, I'll your tell poison, you, man. Keep
3: Never the guy that up, shut bro. him down. Keep the guy that shut him down. Keep, I've keep, got keep, it, keep, it. My That's what I would president. do. I'm
2: starting him. Uh, which I'm, <laughs> I yeah. hope he does well, but I'm. Uh, yeah, there's no
1: way you could. I'm starting.
2: I'm starting Evans every week. Yeah, you, you got yeah, to start. A, you got to start a, those guys for sure. He's a plug and play for sure. Um, so that's. I mean, that's my take on the on the wide receivers. Really, I mean, a lot of guys got let go, like um, Austin Carr and Kirkwood and stuff. So, but I mean, the main two are going to be Sanders and Thomas. And Whatever happened was
1: with Treyquan Smith? What's that? Whatever he's
2: happened with TreQuan? Traquan Smith is still there. He's no, leaving. no. I know
1: he's there. What's up with him?
2: he didn't end up being anything that we thought he was going to be out of whenever he was drafted, but he still shows, he still shows deep, you know, downfield presence. Like he can get down fast as fuck. I was going to say up. that
0: they wanted him to be like a Ted Ginn, like, right? Yeah. Is that kind of like what they wanted him to do?
2: That's still what they want him to do. Um, they're wanting him to be more like a Ted Ginn presence, the one who can get past you. If he gets past you, you're done. Like you're not, you're not catching him. But the thing is, is that he just gets – he gets roughed up on the line. Like, he can't – he's not big enough to where he can push through. So, I mean, he's got to get you on a step, and his routes are not as strong as they should be. So, hopefully, they worked on that in the offseason. Well, there's not much in the offseason. But hopefully, he's kind of worked on that in his feet. And then if he, if he gets his feet under him, this guy's the limit for the kid. But he's also got so many – like, he's got Mike Thomas and, and Emmanuel Sanders overshadowing him. So, I think he's going to be a good – He's going to be serviceable, as a as a you know you're going to have some some weeks where he's going to just throw up crazy points in fantasy and in some that he does literally nothing. But I mean he's good for a number three. I'm I'm
0: he's going to be one up. of those guys in DFS, bro. Like if you catch him catch. in the right week, yep. he's winning you that week, bro. Like 100%. straight up.
2: Hundred percent. Um. So the do y'all have anything to add? Y'all more than happy to add. I'm I'm happy to listen what y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I mean you hit it on the head. Michael Thomas, that motherfucker, he's the number one wide receiver. I'm not trying to hear anybody <laughs> try to disrespect him about he only runs type of sl- uh, routes. The slant, you know. Like, shut up, man. Like everybody knows he's running these routes. Even the defenses, and they still can't stop him, and he's still doing his thing. Right. Give him that respect, bro. Stop it. M- yeah. Manny Sanders, the dude gets open. He's smart. He's sure-handed. Love Manny Sanders. Love that that addition over there so yeah man i mean yeah Traquan, you know i like him as a dfs like in fantasy i'm not gonna have him on my teams like unless some injury
3: you know god forbid happens you know i'm not gonna have him on my on my team Who right. next? Yeah, i'm with you guys i'm with you plug as well um i'm I, I got a little regression as well but like you said regression fuck it i'll take that regression because that type of regression, you're still going to be a top dog, and you're still going to be – I like to compare it to, like, a Todd Gurley when he's healthy. He hit, He went to 22 touchdowns to 19 to 18. Like, I'll take that regression all fucking day. Give me all that. When your regression is out this world and you just come back not even to, not even to the world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah it's going to be a regression, but when you're on a different level, regression is nothing, you know what I'm saying?
2: And the
3: the only guy I'm not touching on this fantasy team, you already know, uh, Jared Cook. (laughs) I'm not. You know me personally. uh, I don't like. He can be like a a bye week type guy for me. He is a a red zone target. So if you do need him for the bye week, look for that man. If you got him on your team, start him on a bye week because he will red zone wise. He'll he'll eat. But uh, as far as my tight end one, nah, sir.
1: Yeah. Let me uh, let me go, let me go on uh on the Alvin sure. Alvin Kamara I'm fucking with him all day
3: all day I got about three shares of him out of my uh seven leagues so I'm fucking with Alvin Kamara
1: there I would I would have took a few shares of him if I got anywhere close to those top picks he's top four but, Alvin Kamara's yeah. top four
3: in my book for sure dude I did
1: I did like five drafts uh ten and twelve man leagues I didn't get anything higher than a ten spot so. <laughs>
2: Let me, uh, let me let me go four. on this. Every every draft, yeah, every draft, I've been one through four. It's been crazy. Yeah, I've seen
3: so, you. I I've, I'm in like two or three leagues with you, and I've seen uh, you get one, two, one, two. I'm like, what? One <laughs> through four. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: That's nuts.
3: <laughs> I think I had everything. One through twelve. I had every fucking. <laughs> let me go
1: real quick with Michael Thomas, bro. I feel like that word regression is used way too loosely, bro. Because even if he does regress a tad bit. He's gonna be 100% a hundred percent fine. Regression is a word that you use when you talk about guys like uh, Aaron Jones. In a realistic regression, like you're really gonna fall off, though. Like you drafted AJ Dillon because your team is soft, mm-hmm. and you need somebody to be that back. So that's that's a regression. That's a true regression. Right. You're talking about Michael Thomas regressing? You're out of your fucking mind. He's still gonna be the wide receiver one overall. I mean, I that's just that's just the thing. That's what's gonna happen. Danny oh, hey. Sanders, uh, to follow you up, plugger. Need to stay on the field, bro. I know you don't really care about yourself or your body, but man, dude, catch the shit and get down. Sometimes it's just For the right. way to be. Yeah, take care of your body. I mean, he's a, he's in the later, he's in the back end of his career at this point, so he needs. I to like Emmanuel him. Sanders, man. I, I, yeah, I, there's I, been
3: a couple of seasons where I picked him up, or if I did a little trade and I included him in the trade, and he helped me the oh, fuck
2: hey, out. Hey. Uh, Sweetness, you were still talking. You were talking about Emmanuel Sanders. Were you finished up?
1: No, yeah, I'm, I'm finished up. I'm gonna let you dive into the tight ends. Brother.
2: Okay. Yeah. Speaking of tight ends, um, <laughs> Renegade's saying that he's not. He's not feeling Jared Cook. Me, I'm. I'm fine with Jared Cook. If I'm. I'm either. If I'm going for a tight end, I'm either gonna go all in right up front, or I'm waiting. Yep. I'm waiting. Um, Cook has been falling pretty late in drafts, like real late in drafts. And depending on where you draft from whether it be ESPN, NFL, Sleeper, which that seems to be one of the biggest ones, man, is everybody loves Sleeper. Love. Um, he's he's ranked way down. Like, I mean, if you you got to find him to put him in your lineup or even try to draft him. I've been kind of getting lucky with that. you got to search his but, name. Uh, yeah, seriously, for real. But, I mean, look, last season, Cook had nine touchdowns, 705 receiving yards. That's not bad at all for a tight end. And – I know, like you were saying, you use him as like a, a filler on like bye weeks. I have no problem with putting them in there until he proves otherwise. I have no problem putting him in as my tight end one. If if i to take am going to take a tight end late and I get him, I've got no issue with that. But I understand if I, if I've got a Hayden Hurst up front, I'd probably go with her because of the way that Ryan targets his tight ends. Look, Drew Brees when he had Jimmy Graham, that was a whole other. It was that was Tom Brady and and Gronkowski light. It was unreal. Like, you, you'd you actually start arguing the fact that Graham was better than Gronkowski in those seasons. But they they switched some things up because they didn't have a Jimmy Graham again. They've got Jared Cook now, who can stress the field, who can catch the ball. His yards after catch are strong. And he ends up in the end zone. So, yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely, to me, not just because he's a saint, he's definitely worth starting to me. Um, they just drafted Troutman, um, Adam Troutman. Look, I took some notes here to make sure I can get, I can give y'all the best info here. Like he had lesser competition out of college, but like when he was at Dayton, 110 catches for 1,511 yards and 23 touchdowns through two seasons. That's not bad at all. And he's very athletic. Um, he's going to be of course behind, you know, he's going to be behind Jared Cook and, and Josh Hill, but I think for a short term, I think he's going to overtake Josh Hill. I think he'll end up being the tight end probably going into next season. But we'll have to wait and see with that. Because they'll draft the tight end, but sometimes they won't even use them, which is crazy to me. Some teams draft these tight ends like, what is it, Jay Sternberger or whatever in Green Bay, and they didn't even barely target him. Granted, he was hurt though
3: Green Bay, Green Bay hates tight ends. I don't know they,
2: why. I, yes, they can't stand tight ends but whenever they drafted Sternberger out of AM, it was like oh shit maybe this guy can come in but they, they had Graham before who's a monster who can, who's proven he can be a monster and they barely touched him y'all have them now and I'm kind of excited to see what happens with him
3: I heard I heard in practice he's been balling low-key
2: well yeah he does every practice I mean he anytime he's in an offseason he kind of practices or anything Jimmy Graham gets open he's a monster and his contested catches unreal definitely better than Trey Burton so I think, oh y'all my God, yeah. I think y'all got something there. Um, but this kid Troutman, man, I mean, he's six foot five, 255 pounds, uh, and he's really, he's really good with his hands, and he's a hell of a blocker. So I think he'll get some play. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near Jared Cook's production as far as fantasy wise, but it's something to keep an eye on. For sure. For sure.
0: I like I like Troutman. I have him. I'm in two dynasty leagues, and I have him in both. <laughs> I, I see big things for him, man. I, I really do. <laughs> As far as Jared Cook goes, I'm not – I've seen your list. I think I've seen you have him as high as, what, like five or six or something like that? Sure. Now, to me, like, that, that's really high. Like, can he – He's the same, fan. No, no, yeah. But um, yeah. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's, in a, he's in that offense, you know, uh, he should eat. He did last year. But I think Sanders is going to take something away. And a healthy Alvin Kamara is gonna take a lot away. And his efficiency too. Uh, I'm not sure off top how many catches he had, but he had I think
2: like nine touchdowns, right? He had nine touchdowns. I think it was um sixty three targets and forty nine catches.
0: Yeah, so like it was like every six, you know, receptions or so or something like that was like a touchdown.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: that's that's you know, I, I don't see him doing that again. But like like you said earlier I don't mind pairing him up with somebody else just in case if you faded the tight ends, get you a Jared Cook and pair him up with a, with a Blake Jarwin, you know, or even a (laughs) Sternberg or somebody, just pair him up and you're going to find yourself a tight end one within
2: those two players for sure. Yeah. 65 targets and 43 catches.
1: Yeah. 43 catches, uh, nine touchdowns out of those 43 catches. I mean, that that touchdown rate is almost like at 10% or some crazy shit. It's just up there. Every that's,
0: five catches, four or five catches.
1: Crazy. And I just I just, I just think his efficiency was so damn good that it's just, it just not going to happen like that, bro. And you got Kamara back uh, going full goal as well. Might, you know, take some things away from a guy like Jared Cook as well. Um, as far as catching uh, touchdowns or scoring touchdowns on the ground, whatever the case. Um, but, if it's if it's gonna happen, if you're gonna drive Jared Cook, I'm I'm with y'all. Definitely, you got to back yourself up over there, man. Get, I get something that.
2: Like But Charles, my man. my thing is is I think I see I see Cook getting the same kind of efficiency. I really <clears throat> do. The fact that he um he's played a season with Breeze now, and Breeze trusts him. I see him throwing that ball to Cook a lot. Cause Cook, if you look at his catches, they've been contested, and this dude he bought like Breeze has been missing a decent receiving. Tight end for years since Graham left. Now he's got him, so I I really do believe, and I can, I can totally understand why somebody might not have him in there because the way that the tight end position in this in the uh, New Orleans organization has been playing out the past couple seasons. But I see Cook definitely having a, a, a good year. So, but but I totally understand why somebody might want to like fade him and 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 think that is you know because it doesn't it doesn't look like a whole lot of catches really as far as targets and and. Uh, you know catches go, but yeah. his his touchdowns, you'll definitely be able to get some points off of his touchdown.
1: That's what that's what kills me. It's just like, damn, dude, you caught forty some balls.
3: It's like four four catches a game, three that's, catches a game, something like that. Yeah, it was yeah, it
1: wasn't con- like okay. Let's just sit here and take half of his touchdowns away because I feel like that's where he'll kind of be. I don't think he's doing nine again. I think he'll do like five, six, maybe.
3: You know what? Honestly, hearing the plug talk, I I think I might. He might do almost the same thing that I just hearing you guys all talk. I'm just listening. Um, Alvin Let's Kamara. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Just Alvin Kamara coming back and Drew Brees coming back. I mean, those guys they take a little heat off of him, and you know he don't got to be uh you know the, the target as much. You know it's going to be a little bit more one on one. I mean, ain't yeah. nobody ain't nobody really doubling this guy, but you know he's yeah. less. He's as of a target out there with a Camaro, a healthy Camaro, and Michael Thomas, and then an addition of Emmanuel Sanders. So yeah. he's, he's lower on the, you know, um, watch out for those guys list, so to speak. So they're going to be like, they're not going to be like, fuck dude. I would, we got him, 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 him. Fuck Jerry Cook. So he, it's on him to beat those one-on-ones mm-hmm. So he might, he might get in the same type of range, but I'm still failing him.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a double-edged sword. You're right. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I love about being a quote-unquote expert analyst. Yeah, quote cool that. I, I, I hate, hate that. I hate that. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm an expert. Yeah. And yeah, no. Like, you know, well fantasy advice
3: pages. That's <laughs> what I call it.
2: Analysts. It's all good. Yeah,
3: exactly. But, there you uh,
2: go. It, it's, it's awesome because you can basically, t- like, you can say something. Like, I'm saying, like, I'm not him because I think that he'll do this and this and that. But to your point. With a healthy Camara, you can you can spin it in a way that you can say, well, that's going to take a lot of heat off of Cook. Or you can say he's got a healthy Camara, so that's going to take a lot of targets away from him. So either way, I come out looking like a genius. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you know, I, it's, you're, after, to pick right? your, you're a Saints
3: fan. It's a win-win. <laughs> yeah,
2: for real. I'll take him. I like Jared Cook. Um I'm I'm gonna have a couple shares of them, but if there's like a Hayden Hurst or anything like that ahead of them, I'm 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 kind of fading Cook behind Hurst. Hey, now. I've got a hey, My list, they're they're a
3: little old. i hey, I'm just gonna speak on behalf of the Bros. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, the Bros could stop me when I'm lying. I think we have zero shares of Jared Cook. And I'm a, I I'm in about nine leagues myself. So, <laughs> great. so whenever, whenever. I love you, player. I love you, Plough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it,
2: now, hey, now, if he does, now
3: when when Jared, yeah, you you know what? Shout me out on that one, uh, personally, <laughs> because Jared, you you are the man on that one. You are. I'll they, give, they I'll they give they you a few props.
0: Lugs going to screen record that part that you just said when Jerry Cook goes
2: off, man. He's going get- to – Zero
3: shares. <laughs> and he's the number – top five. Uh, you know what? i I I'll hold up to that. Because that's far-fetched. So I will own up to that. That's <laughs> oh, man. Wait, hey, you're sticking up to your guy. Hey, just like I stick for OBJ, you're sticking up for your guys. Here, uh, that's how you got to do it, man.
1: We don't mind anyone on that scene, <laughs> that's that, uh
3: That's that Tom Brady crush can right yeah. there.
2: It got me though. It got your back. Tom Brady will always do it. (laughs) Tom Brady always fuck me up. Mm
0: -hmm. Let's go into the questions so we can close
1: this out. Let's get
0: it. Let's go with um. Let's go with sweetness first. We'll let Plugger clean up these questions. Are the New Orleans Saints the best team in the NFC?
1: No, absolutely not. (laughs) What do you have him? You know, you fucking know this guy was gonna say that. Top three. (laughs) Uh, No, No, you know what's crazy.
3: Top three. What's crazy, what's crazy is that I have. I thought there's only four teams there. What do you mean?
1: In the NFC. In the NFC. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Sorry. So yeah, we had we had something going on like this on the last episode, but. Alright, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, are they the best team in NFC? I, I don't think so. I think that they're top three. I have mad respect for who that nation, bro. For that team, Sean Payton, I got mad respect for him. Drew Brees is all time great. He's a GOAT in his own right, bro. Um, they got all the pieces to be a, a Super Bowl contender. They are a Super Bowl contender. But they're top three for me. I don't think they're the best team in the NFC. And I don't think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl.
0: Who's the best team?
1: I'm going to stick to my guns. I, I think Tampa's going to be that team from the NFC coming up. I just – I really believe that. I just do. All right. I'll go I'll go next, Renegade. You, you got it next. Hardware talks, man. Hardware
0: talks. Are they the best team in the NFC?
1: Hardware talks, like do you trophies? all the trophies, rings. Yep. Coming into this year, Patriots. Kevin
2: Bay's got one.
1: Yeah, no, I'm talking about hardware.
2: That. In my ass are done number twelve, man. The
3: Buccaneers got zero. Well, I don't know. No, they do. They 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 don't got zero. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was but gonna say they have zero. Win. They, they got zero win. with Tom Brady, so they
1: won it with Chucky, right?
3: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I messed up. Yeah. I, I I I for sure know they won one. But I don't know beyond that. They beat out the Raiders. Yeah. I think. With Tom Brady. With Tom Brady. I know Warren Sapp and them boys, they they handle business. But, but go ahead, Fornicator.
0: I got you guys, man. Real quick. Are they the best team in the NFC? I feel like this year, no. I got the Seattle Seahawks being the best team in the NFC. Plug, I love you, man. I, I hate doing this to you. But Seattle, not even because they're one of my favorite teams, I just love what Josh Schneider – and Pete Carroll are doing over there, man. The the teams they assemble, even when they get counted out, they're still always up there. And I feel like they're going to do it again this year. I think that team, with Russell Wilson leading them, he is in his prime right now. He's never gotten even one MVP vote, which is fucking crazy to me, in his whole career. That's
3: ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Um,
0: This team, the the Seahawks, I think they are going to be the team to beat, bro. I think NFC South, you guys are going to just can- cannibalize yourselves. You know what I'm saying? You guys are just going to be giving your guys a go every week. And when it comes to the playoffs, Seahawks, if they get that bye week, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints are playing the Bucks, and one of you guys knock each other out, beat up after that week, and then the Seahawks got an easier matchup when they face one of you guys. But I- I'm with the Seahawks on this
3: one, but the Saints to me are the second best. So if,
0: if if that if that makes it better,
2: <coughs>
3: renegade. My bad. I'm coughing because I'm smoking, not the COVID. But <laughs>
2: the COVID. <laughs>
3: I just gotta shout out the viewers, just in case I mix next week. They going be like that. Nigga got the COVID, but <laughs> I don't got the COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the Saints actually. Um, I do like they always run away with uh the NFC. They just fucking choking the playoffs. I'm sorry, you guys lose me a lot of fucking money. Uh, I'll plug.
2: Let me do a
3: plug, Every I fucking bet a, a lot on the Saints, and maybe I'll bet against you guys, and you might might, might
2: win this year. Hey, if we play Minnesota, go ahead and bet against. Motherfuckers, oh, don't know oh, I'm
0: are. betting. I'm betting for the Saints all down. I'm that. betting for.
3: Yeah,
2: but um, I'm looking
3: at these teams. I like uh what fornicators talking about with the Seahawks, man. Uh, I love the Seahawks. I like the Saints. I got them the favorite out of y'all division, though. I, I like the Saints. They're the more established team. They're more chemistry. They got everybody coming back. You know, uh, Michael Thomas, Kamara's coming back healthy, and Drew Brees coming back. So Eric Cook. I love
1: that team. Hold on, Dude. though. You, you haven't <laughs> <never> even answered <laughs> yeah, huh. the question.
3: What's the question? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a little high. They're the best high. team in the NFC? I said, yeah. I, I said I like them. I, they're, they're my favorite. You said you like uh, them. I don't
1: know.
3: That's it. They're, they're my yeah. they are, I'm looking at the <laughs> NFC right now. I'm looking I at. I thought the you NFC. said you like the Seahawks. What I was saying. I yeah, I, was, I, I, yeah, I do like it. it I, like I, it, it, it. I listen, oh, listen, listen. You it's between, two. Two. it's between those two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are my uh two top teams right there, and I think Look, the Bears right. are going to be a uh, surprise team as well. But yeah, yeah I like that. I, I got the I I like I like the Saints, man. The Saints. I like the Saints. Fuck it. How are you? Are you mad? Come on, Tom Brady I, fan. I, I. Come on, Tom Brady fan. Chill out.
0: That plug is Get old. a
3: Tampa jersey. I
1: will. Coming to-
2: soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, of course, the Saints are the best team in the NFC. Now, that being said, if you look at paper and you look at the hardware, of one player sure you can argue that tampa would be the best team in the nfc i can make an argument with for so many teams in the nfc how they can be considered the best now let me tell you when it comes to fanship you will not find better fans than saints fans that means their fans continue. i am not finished
3: <laughs> Sorry, I had to cut you off. I, to,
2: uh, <laughs> I know Bears, Bears fans are, ball, are, are beasts, man. Look, Tampa Bay has the opportunity to be the best team in the NFC if they beat the Saints. Yep. And if if they beat the Saints, cool. If we win this first game, y'all are hoes. You're hoes. We've got it figured out. We've got you figured out. It's not gonna be where they figure us out. We're gonna, we're look. If we beat y'all, and we fucking better if we're playing y'all.
0: Nish, look at the camera, bro. He's looking right at you. It is
2: gonna be. I'm Just it I'm it gonna be he's Take your glasses retort. off. Take your glasses off. He's he's nice and he's being very nice and respectful. waiting. he's gonna get. I can already see it. <laughs> I can't see his eyes, but I can already see it in the reflection. He's about to go off with a retort. So, if they beat the Saints. I can actually bow and say that they would be considered the best team in the NFC. However, the Seahawks are right fucking there. They are strong. However, with the Seahawks, now that they have Jamal Adams, man, that's that's tough. See, they didn't have them last season when we beat them with our backup. So, Saints are the best team in the NFC. A very close second. I've got, I've got 2A and 2B with the Seahawks and with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of what I see on paper and the quote-unquote – hardware that says patriots on it by the way love
1: it love it look that does say what it says uh he makes shit happen (laughs) regardless of the fact man i'm glad that you pointed them out as the next closest team otherwise you wouldn't really be worried about them so i don't i don't have i don't have much to retort there man um great points by you are we forgetting about the 49ers all of us? No, that offense is just awful right now. I, I'm just—it
3: was just—it was, just was just a question. I just don't. think the firepower. They don't got the <laughs> firepower,
1: the fire bro. Their defense is a one. Their defense is a one. I
3: mean, they ran through some teams
1: last year. with the that Packers run game,
3: they run. Playoffs. No, wait, wait, wait with that run. That. No, I'm not talking about just the playoffs. I'm talking about the last season. Period. Yeah. They had a great season last season. Well, I'm talking they, about the
0: playoffs. You know the run
3: game. The run game is lethal. They got another runner in there as well, so they're just stacking up on the runners. It's just like I'm with you guys on the wide receivers and how they throw it, but they're not, their game isn't. That's Yeah,
1: And George, yeah. Kittle, George Kittle's dealing with a hamstring. I don't think that's too. Uh, George Kittle's going to be fine. Thanks. I'm playing uh, week one against you. It'll be great. <laughs> it's okay. I got them in another league as well. So it'll be great. If you look, if you
2: look at the 49ers, like look at the. Way I'm not worried play about play it. Certain teams that are considered some of the best in the NFC, like we, if we lose, we fucking hang in. Like we're real close, real close, and it's rare that we lose games now. Our defense is not as bad as it used to be. Jesus Christ! Where's that, that? Where's that
1: first game? Is it in? Uh, is it in? It's, uh, yeah, it's in NL
2: against Tampa Bay. It's in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the dome. In the Dome, I'm wondering who's going to be the new Dome reps. It's not going to be Mercedes anymore. Oh, wow. I don't know who it's going to be. It's
1: a Mercedes stadium, right?
2: <laughs> but, yeah, man. So, that's that's my answer. I know it go- I know it goes a while. Like, it goes a long ways, but I try to explain why I feel the way that I feel.
3: Let's go with the next question.
0: Any worries about Camara and his contract situation and the epidural shot? Go ahead first.
1: Not what at all. You got, me? Yep. No, not worried about it. Uh, he was always at camp, regardless of the fact where if he was practicing or not, he was there. Um, he's all in. You know what I'm saying? Him and his agent came out and said they're all in. Plug broke down the epidural shot and how this shit's regular for athletes that are used to taking a beating. And it's wear and tear. You got to do certain shit to get rid of other shit. So... At the end of the day, no, I'm not worried about Kamara. Not not the contract situation or the epidural shot. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in
0: next. I was I was worried. That's why I put this question in a show sheet. I was very worried up until I talked to Pluga, man. And Pluga, you know, he let me know what's up. He calmed me down about this, especially the epidural shot. And now that I think about it, too, with this whole contract situation, you know, he's there, man. He's there. They're They're negotiating. It's going to get done. I think within a week, they'll probably get it all wrapped up, man. He's too important for this team. And, uh, you know, they need him. He needs this team, too, because he's been successful in this system. So, it's in the best interest for both sides to get a contract done. So, I got no worries as of right now. Renegade.
3: Uh, I think we spoke on it a little bit earlier on. That, like, I'm not worried. I like I fuck with uh, Kamara and the epidural shot is just for the pain they need needed. Uh, this is some maintenance work. This is, I mean, for a regular person, it's a big deal. I think for uh, football players, it's not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh my God, nah, he'll be fine. He's go through a lot of twist turns, tackles. It's 300 pound guys falling on him, turning them different ways. So he'll be all right. We've seen him in practice. He does his thing, contract year. he you know, they're trying to play one way, other way. We heard the trade talk, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, I think they're going to sign him. I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be there for years to come. If the, the Saints are smart, they'll sign him, man.
0: Hell yeah, man. Um, That's going to do it, man. Man, bro. Plug. Appreciate the shit out of you, man. Thanks for jumping on. This was lit like it always is, man. You're always bringing that info. You're always dropping that knowledge. And you're always fun to be around and have conversations with, man. So, let the people know out there. Let all the bros know where they could find you, man.
2: Uh, let's see. Man, I just started that YouTube channel. Um, just the Fantasy Football Plug Podcast. If you get on there, you can you can uh, subscribe if you wouldn't mind. I've never thought of myself as being like hit that like button, hit the bell. What the <laughs> fuck? It's so weird, bro. But yeah, check it out. I've got some stuff dropping here pretty soon. Like I said, I got the interview with Marcus Grant from NFL Network, the uh, yeah. Fantasy Football Live. Um, got my deal with Adam Rank and. Uh, Marcus Allen, which that's my most proud. The
3: plug, shout out the plug,
2: baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Adam Rank. One, on one there, thing. Man, uh, Adam Rank for sure. Yeah. One thing that I can say about Adam Rank that he taught me was, uh, don't ever uh, name drop. He always told me that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the that's
3: the first rule you got. When you say don't name drop, you got to
2: name drop. And yeah, nice. That and, was uh, nice. <laughs> shout out Marcus Allen too. I mean, you know. He's <laughs> better, um, but yeah, that, man, damn, that, damn, that damn name <laughs> dropper. <laughs> I've got some stuff coming up. I'm really looking forward to um, Instagram DFF Plug Podcast on Instagram. Uh, make sure to add me. I'm on Twitter. Kind of fucking with Twitter a little bit more lately. I've never been a big Twitter guy, but. Um I've been watching y'all a lot. I I got y'all like as soon as y'all post something I'm like I'm always checking it out, I always trying to make sure I comment and like it because I mean it's it's worth I wouldn't do it if I didn't like it for real. I love you guys for real like I mean y'all it's genuine. It. Yeah, I I give credit oh, to. Um sure. so I'm trying to get a little bit more involved with that stuff. Um and then on uh on Twitter it's it's SF plug 1 and then uh that's pretty much it man. I other than that hit me up. I'm about to Comment, DMs, whatever. I have no problem answering questions to anyone and everyone who sends me questions. I will get to them. I guarantee it. So hey, man. Up. Hey,
3: shout out the plug, man. I've been following you since I've been started, man. And we've been fucking with each other since the start. So I love a- this dude. He's been cool as hell. I-, I recommend you guys follow this guy, man. Cool as hell. Appreciate you. Got love for you too, bro. Hey, he's smart. He's smart as hell with the fantasy shit. Well, we're going to find out.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Leads yeah. yeah. together. So we're, we're going to find out on that
0: one, man. Sweetness, you got anything else to uh, close out?
1: Nah, man. We're all good. Uh, shout out to Plug. Thanks for getting on the show again, bro. you always bringing that knowledge. Uh, that who that nation. Get down with it. Let's go, man. It, uh, ready for season, man. We're ready to rock.
2: Three days Thanks. away, baby. Yes, sir. I cannot yeah, wait, man. Almost it's like Christmas morning. That and draft day, bro. I, I cannot wait. Uh, thank y'all so much for having me, guys. As soon as I'm th- – I've got three more teams for that 32 relevance that I'm doing, and then I'm going to start having guests on, and I definitely want y'all to be some of the first, for real.
0: Let us know. We're there, man. You already know. I
2: appreciate right, you guys. I'm there whenever y'all need me, anytime.
0: Much love. Much love, man. For Fantasy Renegade, Fantasy Sweetness, and our special guest, the plug, this is your boy, Smoking Jay. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out, baby.